Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Um, well, I guess uh, good morning or afternoon or wherever the fuck, whenever you listen to this shit. <laughs> uh, we thank you for lending your uh, lending us your ears for the next two hours. Welcome. Um, this is the 17th episode of The Flight Room. My name is Keys, and I'll be your host for the rest of the, tonight's journey. Um, I think we almost got a full house tonight. Uh, almost back at full strength. Uh, Marcus will be in a little bit later. Um, I know I missed the last two episodes dealing with like life shit, but you know, shit happens. Um, but let me introduce my guys right quick. I got P. Shaq. Remy, please. Say Al. PNHD. <laughs> and my man Sebo. <laughs> Um, before we get into any topics, uh, first things first, I want to uh, shout out the Bait Gods uh, for looking out on the apparel jungle for tonight's episode. Uh, hit them up on IG for all your like necessary like edible mm-hmm. or whatever. Um, I think it's it's at the Bait Gods, right? Yep. Uh, the account is suspended right now because of uh, some ratchet. Just hit, just hit, just hit them up. Because of ratchetness. But uh, yeah. Um, and I also want to say that tonight's episode is actually a special episode because guess what? 34 years ago to this day, to this day, nigga. <laughs> 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 so tonight I'm I'm celebrating my 34th birthday. Um and I kinda, Shout out yourself. Shout out yourself. <laughs> I kinda just want to thank uh, you know, and everybody who's been like a part of my life and helped me um help contribute to like my success and like the person who I'm growing to be now. Like, right now, I'm just kind of just, I'm blessed, man. I'm, like, just, I'm floating through life right now. I kind of kind of found my uh, my comfort level. I'm at, a, I'm at a point where I don't really need too much else. I got, like, two beautiful kids. I got an amazing wife. Uh, I can still call my sister when I don't need, like, guidance and shit. My mom and my dad are still living. And, like, my career is kind of, like, taking off and, like, places I, I never thought I would do. You know what I'm saying? So and to top it all off, I got like the best, dopest, smartest, wokest, most enlightened, and <laughs> loyal friends, you know what I'm saying, the universe could ever provide a nigga. So you know what I'm saying? And I I appreciate you guys for just uh being in my life. So um but yeah let's get it popping. Um let's get let's get lit and dive into these topics. Um, what y'all drinking though? What you drinking, uh, PD Shack? Uh, man, I'm drinking. I'm sipping on some margarita with Grand Marnier on it. I think I put a little bit too much Grand Marnier in that bitch because it's kind of strong. <laughs> <laughs> Grand Marnier, that's that's your drink of choice. Yeah, tonight I was just I, I was fucking with this concoction because uh I I was uh where I go. I went to Copper Canyon and they had this alternative like uh, margarita, so that shit was kind of hitting. So, hey yo, Copper Canyon, they they have a, their Caesar salad with that. Oh hell yeah! That fried parmesan. Uh. Yeah. <laughs> that shit on a whole another level, bro. I be Uber fun. eating that joint. I be Uber in that joint all day. This nigga always all day. I ain't going over there. <laughs> Bring that shit over here. What, the- oh, shit. what you drinking? Uh, what you drinking, Remy? Uh, this is uh, Reposado uh, tequila and just some flavor uh, club soda. No carbs. Club soda. 
Trying to grow abs. <laughs> Trying to grow abs. <laughs> <laughs> don't grow, bro. You over there linked up with your dragon. <laughs> oh, oh man, I got. I'm on water right now. <laughs> <laughs> water in the water glass. <laughs> nope. Uh, but I, but I, I, I will have some yak because it's your birthday. I, I got just enough. So, all right, cool. I, I, yeah. Give me like thirty. Dragon <laughs> cord. Oh, um, I got the. I told you I got. I got me some uh, Pelo, Pelo Viejo, straight off the boat. Yeah, <laughs> it the boat. Right. It's it's almost gone. I, I got some Don Q in the back though. You know, <laughs> I got that on reserve. It's just a handle and it's almost gone. What uh what percent is that? <laughs> what, what percent is that, Corey? Uh shit. <laughs> Don't give me line. It's it's 80 proof, 40%. Oh 40, okay. okay. And is that bottle yeah. plastic? Oh man. What'd you say, Al? That bottle plastic. It looks Yeah, this one is. This one is. You heard the clink. You heard did you hear the clink? <laughs> <laughs> it's, that means it's serious. It's, it's going serious. down. It's about to go down. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Eating through the plastic. That's why you got drinking so fast. It's eating through the plastic, dog. Oh, fresh off the boat. Hell no. Al, what you? Al? Oh, yeah. I'm still on Uncle Nearest, baby. I'm still on Uncle Nearest, man. Cool. I gotta try that. I've never had it. Yeah, me neither. You're good. You just hey, just just be just be be aware. Shit hit hard. <laughs> well, first thing, I want to take a. I want to everybody take a drink. Uh, cheers, cheers to you, B. Hey, hey man, happy birthday, birthday Brody. Love you guys. Hell yeah! You can still celebrate virtually, nigga. Mm-hmm. Yep. Because you know we would be out somewhere celebrating if it wasn't. Oh you. yeah. Mm. All right, let's dive into a topic. We keep it light off break. Uh, question is, what is the dumbest thing you've ever done for a check? The absolute dumbest thing that your dumb ass <laughs> <laughs> for a check. Oh shit! Honestly, Man. I ain't know how to answer this one. All I can say is, work, nigga, work for a nigga. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. yeah, I, I've done that. The, the the weird, I think this is like, so it was like, uh, yo, I was young. I might have been like, I don't know, like 17 or something. But uh, it was this like refurbishing um, electronic company. Mm-hmm. But uh, <laughs> they hired people <laughs> to uh, like clean the chargers. That's probably the dumbest shit I did <laughs> for a check. Yeah, it was, uh, it was you like see, you just, all right. I, I see where you're nah, going. It, it's like you 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 literally you literally clean the chargers so they can resell them. So they look like, new. Nah, nah, they they look all right, but they're, they're all like white. These white chargers, you know what I'm saying? They got like these black marks on them and shit. They give you like a little pad. You just scrub like real talk. That's probably like the the craziest shit I did for a fucking check. <laughs> Old ass, dirty ass charger. Yeah, real talk. <laughs> it's an old ass. Oh man! And you had you that's did part. that for like eight hours, or was it like? Nah, eight? nah. It, it was like it was like I didn't do it that long. Probably like four. So, so how, real, 
Because my hands started hurting with that shit. Because <laughs> you scrubbing this little ass shit. Like, no, nah, seriously, my hands was cramping. I was, ho- I was hooping back then, too. I didn't even like that. like four hours. He that said, I got a nub. I got a <laughs> That shit was crazy, man. <laughs> Swear to God, though. Like shit. Yeah. <laughs> Fingers locking up and shit. <laughs> you know, I'd be having them cramps late at night. Like, I know where your head just fucking you up. All that. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. Oh, man. How many charges you did in the hour? Shit, I don't even, man. I don't know. At first, I was motivated. And after that, I, was, I just felt it felt like a sweatshop shit. Oh, shit. Uh, I didn't like it. No, no, nah, like right. it, it wasn't people. Why? I it was just weird. You just got to you grab the shit out of a bin. It's like a I don't know. It's weird. Man. I know Strange. what you mean. I know what you mean. It's, it's yeah. I know what you mean. Let me hold up. Let me let me get it back. I ain't, I didn't know that's how we was going with the check joint. All right. I had I have two. <laughs> I have two. Uh, one. I was I uh I did the CSC event staff shit up, up at the uh, fucking FedEx and shit. Uh, I thought it was going to be cool, you know. I was like, damn, I'm about to get to see the game for, for free and shit or whatever the fuck. I'm standing I'm standing out there. They got me out here standing outside patting niggas down. And I'm like, nigga, it's hot as shit. It's hot as shit. I'm just joined I'm ready to go home. I'm ready to go. And then, and then they moved me inside the stadium and shit uh, down by the field or whatever. And you got to put your back to the field and shit. I'm like, dog, I'm trying to watch the motherfucking game, dog. What the, what the fuck is really good? And then... He should try watching, but that's but that's my uh that was one, but two I think I think Phil went with me on this joint, and I would say this is most the most ignorant shit I did. Um, I swear Phil went with me. I don't know somebody went with me. Um, back at Bowie State, we went to work for this. It was like a telemarketing joint in Laurel or whatever the fuck, and um. I think it was for a variety of somebody. I, I, I did go with you. We went to yeah, like that you know training. Like that we went in that joint for the oh, training. Talk about Nova One. Talk about Nova One. Yeah, that joint. Yeah. That, yep. Yep. We went in that joint just for the training, just to get a check real quick. Yeah, I remember <laughs> I know that, dog. Yeah. I know what you're talking about. Quit after that after that week of training. Just quit after yeah. that. Just send us a, just give me my check, dog. <laughs> I remember that. Wow. Yeah, was, I, I actually yeah. I did that like three times. Cause yeah, niggas <laughs> like, like four hundred dollars just for sitting there. Uh huh. <laughs> I got two. I got two instances too. So that that's so funny because Phil, you reminded me of a uh, a time. <clears throat> so I actually used to uh, import and export. I say import and export, but it was local shit. It was like so. I I actually delivered cars from like Philly to New York to Maryland to VA, <clears throat> and um, it was it was actually pretty fun. That shit was fun, especially if you had like a a, a Raptor, like a, something with 500 horses, like you just, you just go. And if you- well, You was driving them joints? Say what? You was driving them joints? Yeah, I was shipping them okay. to, to, from state to state. And then if you get pulled over, <clears throat> you actually got a license to ship them, so they don't even mess with you. So they just be like, oh, you deliver a car? All right, good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, but anyway, so this is the this is what happened. It, it, we went. We was it was like four of us. We went to this uh, to this parking lot, and we had to pick up these eight eighteen passenger vans. And we it was actually like a quick a quick job, right? We had to deliver them like thirty minutes away. And so uh, there was this one eighteen passenger van was like stuck in between the other two, and there was no fucking way you could get that shit out. 
because there was like a line of cars like right in front of the joint. And everybody was like, nah, there ain't no way we can get this shit out. It was like, uh, Shaq, they was like, you the best driver. Like, you know, I, I everybody put up 50 if you get this bitch out because we can't leave until we get it out. So I was like, all right, you, you, you. All right, so that's like, you know, that's 200. <laughs> I was like, I, 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 let me try. Go ahead and do it, right? So I'm, I'm taking my time, backing up, da-da-da, da-da-da. It was no fucking way I could get this shit out. That shit scratched the back. The bumper was scratched up. And uh, I ended up, everybody, nobody snitched, though. Nobody snitched. And then two weeks <laughs> later, two weeks later, the uh, one of the managers was asking uh, this this lame dude, and he was like, yeah, Shaq did it. And so I ended up paying like 400 but I got two of it. It was just, it, that shit was stupid, but it was fun. I can't lie. I was That was some young shit. Right. Um, and then the two. second thing, this is just in general, but the second thing was was Burger King, bro. I worked at Burger King and I felt like I worked like I sometimes I did like 20 hours overtime and I felt like that check was mm-hmm. like that check was like like <laughs> demoralizing. Like that shit like hurt my heart, bro. <laughs> I hear you. Like, I was like, I work 60 hours a week and I can I can barely get like I can barely pay my phone bill with that shit. Uh, you get you get like. Yeah. Man, I did that shit for two months and I was done. I was like, fuck this. Yeah. 60 hours, you get like 300 bucks. Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I worked at Sonic, dog. That shit used to kill me. Like, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, you busting your ass doing all that, especially when you're young, but it's like, fuck. Yeah. $300. What the damn fuck, That's all your time, too. That shit, that yeah. shit time's valuable. Mm. That's one thing I want to tell young people. Like, I know you got to come up, you got to start somewhere, but. Spending sixty hours a fucking week just flipping burgers and serving people—that's yeah. not. Yeah. yeah. Speaking of yeah. transporting cars, uh, there's a certain said person in this room that uh, mm-hmm. completely fucked a motherfucking car up. <laughs> <laughs> Tell a story. Tell a story. Tell a story. Tell a story. God, listen. To- <laughs> Was working at your boat is good. God Almighty, this <laughs> and he because he know. Though all I remember is just like hearing like like there was like I right, the transport the cars from out the back of the joint, right? You had to bring them to the front. Uh-huh. It was like you know, like in those fucking in the uh in the car uh in those service stations or uh in the car lots where the dealerships are. They tight. They tightly park the fucking cars, right? Yeah. Uh-huh. No, first, mm-hmm. you gotta know how to drive in order to work there, because mm-hmm. it fucks shit up all the time, right? So we we right. making that quick left. We come out, boom! It was clockwork every single. Day. <laughs> <laughs> you know what the turn is. You know what the turn is. All I hear. Oh. <laughs> And the is the angle he cut it at. He'd already scraped it, but the only way he can the the the, the whole side of the car off the building is to back back on the same shit. Uh, uh-huh. Oh, God, sir! <laughs> he like fuck. Oh my God, that was. That, was what it a hangover happened? morning or something? What, what happened? 
What happened it after had that? To be. Nothing. Nothing happened. What the fuck? Uh, <laughs> that bitch on the third floor. And just just oh, the honest man. mistake. When that nigga first, when when that nigga first started, I told this nigga, nigga, do not perform a high, uh, a high chance maneuver with anybody, <laughs> with anybody in eyesight. And the same shit that I told him is the same shit I did. <laughs> <laughs> Hey, this nigga was Tokyo drifting out that joke. This nigga was just... I'm like, damn. Um, but I think the dumbest shit I've ever done for, like, bread... Uh, one time, like, growing up, I was, uh, you know, at that point in time, $50 was a lot to me. You know what I'm saying? 50 bucks was like, all right, I'm about to go to the mall, go to City Place or... Oh, yeah, City Place. Fucking PG Plaza or whatever the fuck, right? So, dude asked me, yo, can you help me move? Hmm. All right. $50, I'm going to go knock these dresses and shit out. All right, cool. Nigga. <laughs> we had you move the whole damn house. We for, like, I want to say... It's probably a good, I would say good eight hours just straight lifting and moving. I'm talking like the heaviest old, you know, like the old people, like we are the shit that we got now that's in these bit, like the shit that we would buy, like, uh, you know, like, like shit from my plastic and shit. Older people, they got two televisions, solid oak, solid fucking wood, wooded dressings, and that shit was heavy as shit. And I think my back is still actually fucked up to this day because of that shit. Mm-hmm. Like, that move as a teenager fucked my shit up to this day, yo. Damn. Never I believe it, though. $50. Damn. $50, cuz. Hey, Phil. Hey, Phil. You remember when we was in Vegas and, uh, <laughs> and, uh, Matt's. <laughs> Matt's uncle, uh, he was like, y'all got to come over to the house. And we ended up getting having to move all of that furniture from the, uh, oh, from the outside drain. <laughs> I do remember that. Oh, my God. Oh, my Matt God, ass. bro. I told y'all bring Matt ass in this joint. <laughs> bro, that shit, that shit that took, shit. like, four hours. We thought yeah. we were going to be in and out. Dog, I, I thought it was a table and some chairs. Mm-hmm. Matt would have you do some random fucking Yeah, shit Matt was like, come on, y'all, come on. We can go. It's just going to be a little bit. Yeah. In Vegas. <laughs> God damn it. Working in goddamn Vegas, dog. I, hey, that, that, I remember that I was coming back. Oh, man. <laughs> Hell no, uh, yeah. I do. I was like, I could have been like winning on the tables or something. Fucking moving shit. He <laughs> saved y'all some money. That's what he going to say. He saved y'all some money. When was nah. that? <laughs> when was that? Um, when was that, Phil? That was like 2017. What, what, yeah, that wasn't um. Was that Corey? No, that wasn't when we all met up like for Corey shit. No, that was just random. I think that was just. Yeah, random. it was. It was just a random trip. I think. Yeah, yeah, because that ain't nothing from Denver. Yeah, because my yeah. shit was in 2018. Yeah. Okay. Yep. I Which got, was uh, also that was a good night. Yeah, that was a good night. I got two dumbass, uh, two dumbass jumps now. I mean, it's always been about getting a buck, but I got two, uh, two dumb jumps. The first jump was literally like, I think I was in high school, maybe not high school, but literally going around and putting the flyers on people's cars. Like you know, how, like you get the like the little basically like the club flyers and shit. Mm-hmm. Like it's not easy enough, huh? 
Precisely. This sound easy enough. Yeah. This shit was dumb though. Like literally just walking around parking lots. Like I mean, like that's that shit was dumb. Like I mean, it it, 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 it paid, but at the same time, the shit. Look, looking back, the shit was dumb as fuck. Like to actually yeah. sit back and do that shit. Literally walking around cars and trying to get all get rid of all your fucking. And we can put those shits in the trash. And then the other shit was, uh, I think it was, <laughs> like, I, I went to VA and it was like, it was probably something similar to that number one shit, but it was like a telemarketing jump where literally they was like, they looking for uh, sports accounting people and different things of that shit. Come to find out, they want you to sell calendars for like the different sporting events. Oh, uh, so I walked, I, I think I tried it. I walked and I did like the first three houses. And mind you, you're supposed to be walking in a shirt, tie, and some uh, dress shoes. And you walk from house to house to house and all that shit. I was like, yeah, this ain't for me. I dropped them. Yeah. Like, I left. Yeah. <laughs> what was it? Yeah, I'm going to go home now. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to go home. <laughs> all money ain't good money, and this money ain't for me. <laughs> uh-huh. I don't right. know. I really just to the Yeah. How old was you? I was in college at that point. So I know that I was in college. I think mean, I remember yeah. that too. It was probably about the same time we went to Nova, Phil. Yeah, <laughs> probably. We were probably coming back or something. Mm-hmm. Hey, but uh, speaking to that flyer shit, what do you think the percentage is that people actually do that shit that you put the flyer on the car? Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, how many people even respond to that shit? Yeah, that's a good question. I don't it depends. Okay. Shit. It depends. It depends on what the flyer is, what it's for. Nigga, I done left the club so many times with flyers. I'm just drunk. Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> Damn with shit. Yeah. yeah. They always white baron. Get this shit off. Like a model that's like, like you know what I mean? Like a top model that's never going to go to that club. <laughs> exactly. And they're like, man, if it be too late, you come back, the shit look like pamphlets on your car. All them fucking... <laughs> Flyers and shit. Good old Bazza crew. <laughs> Miranda, you ain't go. Oh yeah, I'm. Uh, I think some of the dumb jobs I had was uh, one one time for like two weeks. I was like driving a shuttle for like the Masters. Was it, I don't know if it, was the Masters. it wasn't the Masters. It was like some some. Uh, <laughs> Look at this oh, nigga over here. <laughs> 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 at congressional, at congressional golf course, I was just driving like the shuttle back and forth. Like, <laughs> that, shit, that, shit, that shit was like like fifteen dollars an hour though. Oh, yeah, yeah. For, for drive like three blocks, like up and down the street, like pick them up from the parking lot. And then... How did you hear about that? Shit? I like Craigslist. Oh shit! Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is that does that shit still work, Craigslist? Does that shit? Still work? That's a good question. But Man, um, I don't know. There be scammers on that shit. Somebody left their pass, and then I sold that junk on Craigslist, and then I got in trouble because they like. <laughs> <laughs> Where my shit at? <laughs> no. And then uh, another junk was like I had like a. Uh, I used to set up for like this DJ company, like on the weekend. I think I was like probably 17. And we used to, used to be like in clubs, like like adult ass clubs because they had like parties and shit. And then uh, the same DJ had been like the prom that I went to, but like I like called out 
and then they end up doing the prom and I was there, so I got my I got in trouble. <laughs> somebody somebody somebody's shit is giving me back feedback. This nigga Brian, what is this nigga Brian doing? I, I couldn't even hear you. What's up, Matt? What's up, Tom? What it do, fellas? Oh, what it do? Shit. It might it oh, might be my shit. TV. It might be my TV in the background. I got the game. Turn that oh, shit off. Yeah. We didn't even know you was in here. Turn that shit off. I know. Muted. <laughs> Muted. We don't we can't hear you. <laughs> All right, so the question is, Toe, what's the dumbest thing you've ever done for a check? Like the dumbest shit you've ever done, job related or what have you, whatever. The what dumbest you... thing I ever did for a paycheck. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, go up there and uh, at Bowie State and and take that sorry ass training for um that call center. Oh, he did his. We yeah, did we did that too. <laughs> we rolled out in the first week. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that was one. That was dumb. That was real dumb. Oh, yeah, I, my, I knew my last day was when, cause I was calling somebody down in Georgia, and they was like, "We was trying to sell. I think we was trying to sell like get people off a of dial up and get them onto like that." Um, connection outside of dollar i don't forget what it's called the new the new stuff of that age and the dude was like i ain't got no phone i was like what well, how, how am i how am i talking to you right now sir he said uh i'm peter pan i was like oh shit. Uh, he was fucking he, me he was peter pan man he's fucking with you bro and then i called this old lady and she was like sleep at nine o'clock she's like hello i was like damn I was like, yes, ma'am. Uh, I just want to know if you have dial up or do you have. Who is this, Kevin? I was like, oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I'm out. I can't be doing this, man. He made it further than us. He made it further than us, Phil. He made it further than us. I don't know. Everybody knew about that check, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Everybody knew, but that first week, tell me that check real quick. <laughs> that was like that was like the thing to do, just to get a quick check. Like, oh, you need some money real quick? Hey, just go up to this shit. <laughs> yeah. Are you good? You good? You got a week? I think you good. Yeah. You good. I didn't. I forgot y'all did that too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, we all did that shit. Yeah, that's crazy. We all did that shit. I think. I think with that first check, I spent that shit all on liquor for the. uh Probably. <laughs> Probably. I think I think it was like how much was it? Like a hundred and like twenty or something? No. Oh, uh-uh. You get like four. Yeah, it was like four hundred. Uh, was it? I don't remember it being that much. Y'all must have I don't know how y'all got that. They must have been running out of money by the time they got to me, because I don't I don't think it was no <laughs> I don't remember it being no more than like one seventy five. I think it was like one one twenty. You wouldn't. You would not work five days for one hundred twenty dollars. Nah, you wouldn't do that for. Nah, you crazy. Uh huh. I'm a, well. You that I forgot how much it was, but it wasn't no four. It couldn't be no four hundred. You, you need to sue them. for back pay right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I honestly don't remember for real what the what the amount was for real. It was bread. Because after that, right. you had to like commit to actually working. Yeah, <laughs> and I did. I did one. I did like. Four days on the floor, and I was like, "Yeah, this ain't it." <laughs> no. Oh, you made it. You was on the floor. 
Yeah. We ain't make it that far. Hey, because you know who was on the floor that was balling? Will. The nigga Drew. Oh, yeah, Drew. Drew was balling off that joint. And another dude, I can't remember who it was, but he was, like, making, like, $3,000 a month. You probably talking about Will. But I'm gonna just I'm gonna just let y'all know I actually did that shit before y'all started and I was I was I was like top three sellers. I they had to rearrange the whole uh commission structure because we was just killing that shit. It was me, me, it was me, Will and uh Juan. I'm not sure if y'all remember Juan. I think it was the Will dude. I'm t- you're not talking about the uh you talking about Will, not Will Bead. Who? Uh, no. Nelly? You talking about Nelly? Talking about, yeah, I think his name was Will. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, nah, not Will. Be his name dropped like shit. Hey. Different Will. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. Look, he was making money. <clears throat> that shit was quite lucrative for a while, I I'm, I must say. All right. So, 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 so speaking of lucrative, uh, just just because we got a, a Nick fan in this bitch. Uh, oh, oh. I'm going to ask a question. Come on, hey. man. I ain't even come with no problems tonight, man. This ain't no problems, man. Chill out, relax. This ain't no problems. Niggas ain't even wearing blue. <laughs> so, uh, he got his Knicks blues on. Let's so, go. so, so, uh, recently, and my, my beer is blue. My beer is blue. Just want to say that. <laughs> All right. <laughs> this nigga. So recently, Melo been doing work. Uh, even uh, yesterday, Dame Dame had a conversation that Dame was talking about. It. Dame was like, "Melo's a Hall of Famer." So I'm gonna just pose the question, and we and this isn't a knock on Melo. This isn't a knock on anybody. But if you were playing in the league, would you rather have a career such as Melo, where you make uh, you you got zero rings, but you make uh, we'll just say 250 plus mil, or or a career like Robert Ory, where you make seven? I mean, you get uh, seven rings. And you you make nowhere near as much money as Melo. Can we be somewhere in the I, middle of them? But can I be like I got a question? The average of those two players? No, 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 no. You got to go either or. Listen, you got to go either or. What's your question, Core? My question is, what's their length in in the uh, in the oh. NBA though? What's their tenure? How long they've been in each? Uh, no, they're correct. They're correct. <laughs> no, 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 no. Oh, he's saying he's saying who has the longer career? That's what he's asking. I'm, yeah, I'm saying because I I know Melo is caked up. He may not have no rings, but he's caked up. That's what I'm saying. How long do I have to be in the? How long were they in the NBA? You know, I could have some rings or whatever and make. Nigga, what you, was it? I think it was like. Uh, you're, you're picking either. Right. Or his career. You're picking. You're picking either one of their careers. I'm, I'm taking the ring. Go ahead, yeah. Matt. Go ahead, Matt. Who you picking, Matt? <laughs> how much bread Melo done got over his ass? See, that's what I'm saying, Doug. I, I don't want to know how much money I'm getting, though. Once, but, once, but, but, once again, but, but, I'll listen, I'll I know, what you paid, him. I know listen. paid him real, real Ooh. nice. Who Can cares? But listen to how you talk about Melo, though. Y'all be dogging him because he don't got rings. Y'all want the bread? Let me. Ah. Yeah, that's 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 why I might have to roll with Melo. Right, before before y'all go, let me, let me say it one more time, just because it seems like Corey and, and Matt want to try to like try to figure out about how much money it is made. So yeah. I just put I just put the I just put the. Format. I want to know if that's enough to sell my soul. Listen, <laughs> listen. Let me let me say it. So Melo has zero rings, and we'll just say I don't want to count nobody's pockets, but Melo has zero rings, and we'll just say two hundred and fifty million dollars. Uh. Fit, fit two hundred and fifty million dollars for his career, or Robert Ory seven years, and we'll just say to put a number on it seven years. I mean seven rings, 
and he made fifty million dollars for his career. I'm taking the, I'm taking Melo career because at the end of the day, that cash is like super like generational. Bruh. Exactly, and, and and at the end of the day, Melo is like a, a like a, a name that's going to like carry for generations. Mm-hmm. Like Robert Horry, I mean, yeah, the accomplishments were great, but he wasn't carrying those teams like Melo had a chance to. Like he was, he yeah. was, he was a, a decent role player for uh, the Rockets. He was just a guy on the Lakers, even though he had some big. But- yeah, I'll take my two hundred. But them highlights, them highlights, though you're gonna see Robert early, not Robert Orr knocking down that three at the top of the. But like, he was, the he was saving games. He's coming through. gonna be like, who the hell is that? <laughs> 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 They're like, who, who was number five or whatever number he was wearing? They're gonna be saying, yeah, I can that give a damn. I give a damn with my two hundred fifty million. I can but, give a damn. I think I'm but, a- but, but, with the, uh, I might go with the ring. I might go with Robert Hoy just simply on the experience. Seven, teams, yeah, right? seven, seven championships. Bro. Right, you, you, like, you, you were in, a, you were, you were living the lifestyle. Like it was seven rings, seven rings, and he yeah. contributed though too. He did contribute. Yeah. Like he had some buzzer beaters and shit. Like he had a little, little bit. Some little game bit. sevens. Didn't he have some game sevens? No, he did have a lot of buzzer beaters. He did. Yeah, clutch Ori on threes too. Mm. <laughs> That's my- I hate to say it. I'm, I'm taking I'm taking the money though. I'm taking the money, the two fifty. Yeah, I gotta take my two fifty, bro. I gotta take my two fifty. <laughs> That's gonna go a long way. A long way. That's it's, long. It's, it's more than just the money. Like the the player Mellow is is far. Mm-hmm. No, you, you you had a good point that he's a much better player. He was the star on the team. Like even though he ain't got yeah. no rings, I mean he, people gonna talk about him because yeah. he but. Yeah, yeah they they about rings, like it's going to diminish the, the value of a player he was kind Gosh. of a little bit. They really do national championship. Mm. I mean, the Knicks, we 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 were we were helpless though. But um, I yeah. think what's going to hurt Melo the most is when he said he, he's not about the money. Didn't he say he wasn't about the money? But he went out ahead and, and but he got the money. The money. So like, if he, he would have said that, and made it seem only like people he wasn't with about, the money say they're not about the money. And he should just kept his mouth shut on that and just took the money. Mm-hmm. But uh, he's obviously about the money because he wouldn't have came to the Knicks if that was well, that wasn't the case. Yeah. Hey, Shaq, what you think? Uh, I, man, Randall put it so nicely. I feel like I, I I would just agree with what he said. Like I I think I would rather be mellow and be in a situation where you're you're considered like you know top twenty or top thirty or mm-hmm. whatever, um, and have two hundred fifty plus mil than. Then Ori and I, I looked it up. You right. right now, it's like he said they said he had like fifty five mil total, but with with incentives, he he up to like seventy eight mil. I'm like, damn, you won seven seven championships, and you only won seventy. Like that's crazy. Um, so mm-hmm. but, don't, but don't you get you get paid for winning the chips too, though. You get paid for winning. That's, money, that's, that was included. He that's included, buddy. That uh, what? That's included. Yeah, yeah. That's seventy-eight mil. That's seventy-eight mil. All, all inclusive. So yeah, I, 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 Melo can Melo can spin his spin that seventy-eight mil and still be Gucci. At the exactly. Because if you think about it, and this is this is like they said, generation wealth, generational wealth. Mm-hmm. That translates to his son. His son probably be in the league too. I seen his son like, and don't have to be though. Bit. And so like yeah. that that translates to his son and his son's son like fucking right. I, I was I was thinking that too, Shaq. I was thinking that too. I was like, but I already knew the answer to the question, so I didn't even say it. But it's like <laughs> it depends on like 
how your how well off your family is too. Like if you come from money, you might be more interested in those rings. If you come from like a wealthy family, but I know Melo Den, so. Mm-hmm. Real. What you thinking, Al? Uh, for me, I think I might go with Robert Orion. I might oh go with my God! No, listen, listen. I ain't mad at that. Yeah, think about it. At the same time, you you uh, I mean, Robert Ory played in a different generation than Melo. So even yes, I know he's probably Melo still got two hundred more. It was it wasn't that big of a difference though. It was though, but it, it, I mean, can can I finish? Go ahead, my bad. Go ahead, <laughs> go ahead, play it. Go ahead, play. So Melo Melo two hundred mil right now. I mean that I mean uh, Robert Ory finished in his career probably like two thousand four ish, two thousand five ish. Yeah, that was around the same time mm-hmm. Melo coming in. So I the money the money. It, it's not nowhere near comparable, but at the same time, what Robert Ory got, he probably sitting on. And then at the same time, the way you can parlay the different rings and the different like the uh, going off to the different like signing off, like there are so many fucking athletes that are going to Vegas and literally signing uh, signing autographs and signing memorabilia to just make money off. So at any point in time, if you are in, in financial need, you can go and do that. And I know Melo has a all-star and Hall of Fame type career, but I, I think I'm a, and this just might just be me being a team guy or what have you. I'm gonna I'm go to, to get the rings because that means I might go to, uh, you know what I'm saying, not necessarily go to the White House now, but I'm gonna go to the White House, I'm gonna go to all the different experiences, get the, did the championship tours, the championship ring parades and all that good shit. Like that, I think I might I might pick the, uh, the Robert Ory, oh, not I think, I am gonna pick the Robert Ory style uh, play as opposed to the Mellow. That's just me going. Me. Yeah. I, I agree with you too, and it's like it's just seven rings. Dog. <laughs> That's perfect. That's perfect. Each ring worth a mil. You think Melo's going to the Hall of Fame? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah definitely. He's definitely gone. Yeah, for sure. It's unquestionable. Unquestionable. Definitely unquestionable. <clears throat> he might not got no ring, but he goes to the Hall of Fame. I ain't gonna say it's unquestionable. It's questionable, but. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Nah, man. Is is Robert going to the Hall of Fame? <laughs> no, because he got the rings. <laughs> yeah, nah, he, 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 he probably not. Now that's he questionable. Probably not. <laughs> he probably is though. He's probably going though. Nah, now that I think about it, he's definitely not going. I mean, because I like <laughs> he was always a solid role player, but he wasn't ever a, a, a player that you you had the game plan for. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I, like, feel like, I feel like if he stopped at 0405, he should have been there by now. He's done. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. True. Yeah. Yeah. yeah so, so I mean, if Robert it, is Robert right now, no Hall of Fame right now. I didn't know that. Fuck no. He, do, he just can't do a few times. You just clutch. You just he just had perfect fucking timing. You talk about timing. God damn. Melo feel like he did more like peace. I gotta look at his numbers. Peace. I gotta I gotta look at his like career numbers. Cause I feel like he didn't he rebound, he rebound, he shot the ball. <laughs> 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 I mean he you wasn't like that, it. man. You reached it, bro. You reached it. He's no Rodman, dog. He's no Rodman. He's exactly. no Rodman. When you <laughs> – so didn't, didn't he get a couple of rebounds? <laughs> <laughs> he, he, he had a couple clutch shots for his legacy. He ain't got rings. That's what mm-hmm. that keeps simple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Can we give him credit for the clutch factor, though? That, that's got to count for something. I said that. I said clutch order. Yeah. Yeah. Big shot, Rob. 
Man. Winner. He came through, dog. I don't care. He came through. Man. He all the way. That, no homo. Th- th- this this nigga would only take like what three shots. <laughs> Yo, y'all. Oh. I think y'all are diminishing his stats. No, he definitely. Uh, somebody gotta look it up real quick. <laughs> Randall gonna post them joints when he when he chop it up. He gonna put that. You gotta put them stats in there, Randall. Put them stats in there, please. <laughs> please. Hey, you know I'm not making an argument for him. Hey, you know how bad that's gonna look side by side the career points of uh, Melo versus. <laughs> I know, like damn, I make it no uh-huh. argument for Robert Hoy. That's why. That's why I'm like Draymond Green talking shit. Like your stats don't. Oh my god. That's why yeah. I said Draymond Green does not does not know he's a bum. He does not know he's a bum. So why? So that that yeah, he does. I'm gonna just say this, and I know we gotta move on to the next. But why him and Kendrick Perkins on the fucking show? Like. They be on fucking ESPN all day. Like, what the fuck did Kendrick Perkins do? Nothing. Yeah, I don't know why he's on there. Why so is much. he on there? <laughs> they try to line either. up their next jobs after they get after they get uh, cut. They try to line up their next jobs. Now, he just like he, the dude for football, Marcus Pierce. <laughs> all over that. Yeah, I don't understand that either because they hurting for hosts. They don't have to give these guys jobs. Yeah. It's, it's it's way more correct, like way more appealing people that can host. That's it. what I'm saying. It, like I don't. That's get... why I'd be like, it, it makes you not even want to work for them though. Nah, <laughs> yeah. It may it may be like a uh, maybe a salary thing. Like who's taking the lowest? You know. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> the, the, the league minimum. Yeah. <laughs> bumps. <laughs> the bumps. <laughs> No, because even yeah, if yeah, uh, Barkley said something about that, Barkley was talking about uh, he was talking tongue in cheek a while back when he was talking about um, somebody who was working for ESPN. I forgot what it was, but he was like, "Yeah, uh, they basically paying them bombers, but at the same, I mean, they they're working way too many hours." So I think he, he was basically uh, getting, he was basically saying like comparable stats, like Barkley and them, they're on TNT uh, for the night games and then like for the March Madness shit. But at the same time, those bombers that be on ESPN, they be on Monday. I mean, morning, noon, and night. Yeah. Uh-huh. The entire week. And Barkley was like, "Yeah, that ain't that ain't that ain't for me." Yeah, if, if, you, if you think about Jalen Rose, he I see Jalen Rose on there like five, six hours a day, bro. Right. He got his own show. Yeah. yeah. But, but Jalen his, his shit transitions after the show too. If you see him, he be wearing the same stuff, and he be on ESPN. And this and that right after the show. So he he do be in the studio for a while. Yeah, all they should be in the same studio too. So, yeah. He trying to get the prime time in. He need to start letting them grades come through. It's not good. It's not believable no more. <laughs> everybody be coloring that shit. I feel like everybody be coloring. But, uh, comparing Robert Ward to like Hall of Fame, and I always say this shit. Do you think Derek Fisher from Rose Hall of Fame? Like this nigga has a lot of rings too. He do. I don't think he's all the fame, though. He he might Ooh. be the one exception. He may be the one exception. No. The one exception. This, 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 this is the best Hall of Fame detector or meter in any sport. If you can say uh, first name, motherfucking last name, that equals the Hall of Fame. If you say Adrian, motherfucking Peterson, that, that, oh, yeah. that equals yeah. the Hall of Fame. And I mean, you, <laughs> motherfucking James. You know what I'm saying? That, right. that shit. You, you, 
And you can say Derek motherfucking Fisher, but it just don't, it won't feel like nothing. Nah, no, that's sad. He was, <laughs> he was contributing. I, I swear he'll contribute more than fucking Robert Horry. Horry was doing all this motherfucking. Derek Fisher was out this time. He did, though. He yeah, like especially man. like those Kobe years, those Kobe years. Yeah, I will, I'll give Derek. I'll give. I'll give him. I'll give him. Yeah, his due. I'll give him his due. But even if you gotta like think about it for just like a brief second, in yeah. Hall of yeah. Fame, like it has to be like like that. Yeah, he he was good. He was good, but he wasn't. He ain't. Yeah, he ain't Hall of Fame. I'm looking yeah. at actually, and Derek Fisher has total. They both played the same amount of seasons. Yeah. <laughs> has ten thousand total points, and Robert Horry has seven uh, seventy seven hundred. Damn! Like I said, D, D Fisher. I knew D Fisher was out there. Derek Fisher. He played fucking thirty years in the league. <laughs> yeah, he did play twenty solid. I think at least twenty. Eighteen. Plus, Robert Ory wasn't averaging more than 15 a game. Like, nah. Hold on, hold on. He wasn't averaging more than five points a game. <laughs> right. He wasn't getting five minutes. He averaged 13 and Robert Ory averaged 12. Yeah. So, what about games played, though? Robert Ory was kind of durable, wasn't he? They played the same amount of games, he said. Because he wasn't doing shit. Oh. That's why he do them niggas ain't do shit in the playoffs for real, except for them clutch shots. Mm-hmm. Hey, what's good? What's good? I mean, hearts. But that's what so, you need, though. You need that clutch. Uh, you need that but clutch. But D Fisher, D Fisher is supposed to be the quarterback of the team. <laughs> Nigga, you no know, point guard. He's 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 dishing it out. He's doing his thing. He wasn't he's doing his thing. Man. Hey, Marcus, he real quick, real quick. Uh, you taking uh, Robert Hoy's career versus? Who? Huh? Marcus, oh, welcome, nigga. Damn. Oh, yeah, yeah, what's up? Uh, all right, Melo over. I would take Melo. I'll take Melo's career because I feel like he got he got millions, uh, way more millions. Mm-hmm. He can take care of his family, you know what I'm saying, for longer generations. Like Robert Horry, he'll be respected Smart amongst man. NBA players for winning the amount of championships he had. But, uh, um, you know, as far as memory and legacy, I don't think he's going to be remembered longer than, like, niggas yeah. like Melo. Or like niggas like AI, Patrick Ewan, you know what I'm saying? Those type of guys. Off the cuff. May not have, they may not have necessarily won the championship, but but you know, they they still solidified themselves, like, you know what I'm saying, as far as their individual career, you know what I'm saying? But um yeah, that's how I think. So yeah, for that reason I would definitely take uh Melo's career because you remember longer and you can you can um you know uh take care of your family for longer generations. That's what that's 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 exactly spot on what me and Randall said. <laughs> I mean, me too. Hey, give me them championships, brother. Yeah, <laughs> no, we, now B said Robert Warren. Fuck the hardware. Fuck the Rams at two fifty, dog. <laughs> <laughs> and B, how would you feel if your house got broken into and all the rings got stolen though? Right. You can't even sell. Made, you can't even sell them no more. No, that means you got to show up like OJ did in that, that hotel. <laughs> <laughs> Run me that shit. Uh, you said, Sit Where my shit at? at? You said, y'all too. Hey. <laughs> <laughs> Sit down, Craig. I <laughs> <laughs> hey, go hard. OJ, hey, my shit hey, at, OJ went hard, man. <laughs> that, that is the most too. that's the most niggerish shit you can get locked up for though dog. I was stealing my <laughs> own shit back where is my shit Vegas, Vegas <laughs> where baby is where is the justice god damn mm-hmm. 
Oh my god. I just I literally just saw, saw your email. My bad. Damn. Yeah, I've been trying to get in this joint. <laughs> I had to go through a lot to uh to try to get in here. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> my so, bad. Yeah. Yeah. All right, uh, speaking about justice, uh we had like a little debate in the text uh, yesterday. How many people seen the, the George Floyd body cam footage? Oh, when they jump? Yeah, when they. Yeah. From the police. When if, yeah. if it's new, nah. I think you, I seen. You said the body camera? Yeah. The police body cam footage. Uh, I don't think I've seen a body camera yet. Did they just release something new on that? or It was like this week. Yeah. Because oh, okay. the body cam before was from the cop that wasn't directly interacting with him. Right. Mm-hmm. I ain't see the new one then. <laughs> this body cam footage is directly from uh, I don't I don't know the name. I'm I, I don't know the name, but it's Chauvin, whatever name. Chauvin, Chauvin, something like that. But it's directly from his his body cam, and either him or Thomas Lane, one of the two. But yeah. So so speak on him. What happens? What happens on the shit? Because I didn't see it's probably, it. It's probably infuriating. That's probably what it is. Of course. All right, so yeah. I'm gonna be subjective. I'm gonna be the guy. I'm gonna be the subjective guy because I know I know both sides of uh, both sides of the, the debate. Um, so what happens is, or what happens is, um, George Floyd gets pulled over. Uh, well, not even pulled over. They, the cops pull up to the car. You know what I'm saying? As they pull up to the car, within probably 15 to 20 seconds, they tell him to roll the window down. They tell him to uh, put his hands on the steering wheel, and then they had their guns drawn, guns blazing. Uh, on him or what have you. Then after that, um, they get him out of the car, you know what I'm saying? Like, he's pleading. Uh, he's pleading for them uh, to not shoot him. And apparently, he, uh, at least listening to, like, one of the other ladies that was there, she, she says that he's been shot before. Um, he's been shot. I don't know if it was in a similar instance or what have you, but she kept saying, like, he's been shot before, and that's why he was acting such a way. Um, so like the cops drag him out of the car, they put him in or try to put him in the backseat of their car. Um, <laughs> but the entire time as they're trying to put him in a car and getting him over to their cop car, um, he's like, you know what I'm saying? Talking to them and telling them like, uh, I'm not a bad guy. I'm not a bad guy. This isn't, this isn't me. Like I ain't do nothing like, or y'all got the wrong one or something along those lines. Um, so they finally get to like trying to push him in the car, put him in the car. And then as he's trying to get put in the car, uh, he says, I'm claustrophobic. Um, I'm claustrophobic. Uh, please don't put me in the car. And, and then the cops are like, "All right." Uh, they after going back and forth with him for a while, they say, "Nah, we're going. Uh, we will roll the window down." One of them says, "We'll roll the window down, um, and I'll stay with you." And then he's like, uh, "Nah, I'm gonna just go ahead. Can I just lay on the floor? Can I lay on on the floor outside of the car?" <clears throat> um, and then from there, <laughs> from there my bad. From there, it escalates, and then that's where we get to um, the outside of the car, and that, where we get to what, what everybody has seen the eight forty six. Um, I think I, I think I wrapped it up, um, and if I missed anything, please feel free. How the fuck did we get to the point with the niggas' knee? Yeah. Well, real, real, real quick, Al, the point um, when he first got taken out of his car and he was sitting on the sidewalk, and then they took him like across the street or something. Like no. I don't know what transpired. Nah. I saw that on a video, but nah. So from what we saw, uh, at least the body cam footage that we saw, um, I didn't, I didn't see him on sitting on the sidewalk. Like they, they, they pushed him up against the wall, pushed him up against the, uh, um, I guess the the storefront, 
they pushed him up against the storefront, but it was like they had his his arms behind his back and they was pushing him up against the storefront. But I didn't see him sitting down on the ground or anything. Um, I they definitely showed that. They, they be editing and throwing stuff in there because I definitely I saw that question. man on the ground. That was a quick question. Did you did you say when they came to his window, they had the guns drawn and yeah. shit? Yeah. Which was the officer with the camera. Yeah. Within 15 seconds, yeah. They, so they, they came up to the car. They told him to roll his window down. They told him to put his hands on the steering wheel. Um, from there, he put his hands on the steering wheel. You know what I'm saying? But uh, in, in his defense and uh, I guess in any person's defense, like he was, you know what I'm saying, he was nicked up. Uh, and then they, they, they pulled the guns on him and he told him, don't shoot. And like from there, I don't think he ever, I don't think he ever calmed down from, from the jail. But my whole, my, my question is, wasn't this, was, didn't they call the police over him having a counterfeit bill or something like that? All right, look, this, this is why I got. Why are guns drawn over a fucking counterfeit <laughs> bill? I don't understand this shit. I don't understand this shit. Why do we have to make tensions hot just off rip? You know what I'm saying? But go ahead, Randall. My bad. Let me preface by saying, like, whatever I'm, about to, whatever I'm about to say doesn't equate to him. Like, there's no reason why the man should have been killed. Period. Yeah, straight up. But this nigga, from what I've seen, definitely escalated the situation. How? Like, how? How? What you mean? First of all, there's no reason for them to, to pull a gun on you. Yes, but exactly what I'm saying. Yeah, but. But in the video, the situation's already escalated. Why are you pulling a gun if I have a counterfeit fucking bill? I didn't hold the fucking store up with a gun or no shit. Why do you have a gun? But at that point, it's already happening. At that point, it's already happening. So it's probably better for you to defuse the situation. And like, like, uh, if somebody got the drawn the gun drawn on you, why are you like fidgeting around? Like, you giving them a reason to shoot your ass. For one, like, that shit could have ended like with a gunshot early in the jump, but uh. After the fact, he was just like all over the place, like yelling and screaming, and and then uh, and then when he was like uh, about to be put in the car, like he was resisting arrest and shit. And they like his his man's and then was telling him like, bro, like stop resisting, like let them do what they gotta do, because at this point, like they're not gonna take the cuffs off. You know what I'm saying? Like they're not gonna reverse the shit. So let them do what they gotta do, and then like whatever you gotta do, we can get out of the shit. I feel like. If he's in like a full panic attack, though, like you uh, somebody who's like in of an episode to oh relax or to do this or to do that. Mm-hmm. At that point in time, the endorphins and the chemical reaction. Is at, what, at what? At what? At what point did he have a panic attack? This nigga was. Well, fuck that. At one point, is it okay to just relax and not because they're they're gonna do mm-hmm. what they. But they're gonna do exactly what they're gonna do. Like I don't know if if, well, if you've been in certain situations like that. I mean I have, but but, but like, Randall, you you I ain't never had I'll no fucking anybody knee on my neck. Hold on, Corey. Al just said that he got shot before, so that he what they gotta do with them? What they gotta do with officers that's gonna do exactly what they wanna do? Listen, listen, listen. You gotta know your surroundings. Listen though, if you got shot before. And 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 officers are automatically putting their gun on you. You Bruh, can have the panic attack at that I, moment. I understand. That's unfortunate. That's unfortunate. That's unfortunate that he had to go through that shit like multiple times. But you got to know your surroundings. Yeah, I mean, I I definitely agree. I mean, we we smart enough to know our surroundings and we know how to you know. 
Was it was it was it was it was it clear that he wasn't on no drugs or nothing like that? He looked yeah, he was on drugs. Nah, but he was on he was on uh fentanyl and some other shit. Like at the same he was on two drugs at the same time. That's probably why he was fucking panicking. Yeah, that's probably why. He was probably schizophrenic and like you know. Yeah, but that but that but even within that, like like at the end of the day, like even like you can say you can be like like, all right, uh, I've been in a traumatic situation. If a gun gets drawn on me, I'm going to get a defensive position. All right, you're a police officer. You got to deal with people with weapons, all kinds of shit every fucking day. So obviously, if they're dealing with a nigga who fidgety, what you think going to fucking happen? Like, we can look at it from one perspective, but you got to understand the cop is always in a defensive perspective because, you know, we hear stories about oh. what what, what uh, happens to them, but, like, the fuck up, fucked up shit happens to cops, too. Like... They might just be uh, pulling somebody over and the motherfucker reach a gun over and just start shooting on their ass. So you got to, even if you like them or not, you can't take away from the human perspective that these niggas still approach situations in a defensive place. You're dealing with a nigga that's like 6'5", 270, straight muscle, all fucking agitated, and all these niggas smaller than him. Like, I know a lot of niggas, like, a, person, a, big like, nigga. like a small nigga dealing with a agitated nigga, you probably gonna get a little defensive. Like, let's be real. Like, come on, you know what I'm saying? So, but it's five of like, you versus one nigga, though. It's five of you versus one nigga, though. But what I'm sitting there saying is, this is what I'm saying, like, like if you got the law on, like, like the law is not in your hands. The law is on the side of the fucking people. You can use all these excuses. You can talk about what's unfair and what's not fair. But what you can do is control your emotions and take care of that situation. Uh, in a month, yeah. like, people like to be like, oh, people try to uh, focus on on right from wrong, fuck right from wrong, because you can be right and still get shot in the fucking head. So at the end of the goddamn yeah. day, you take control. That's not controlling your emotions. You can't get caught up in all that simple shit. Like I'm just saying, but like, if you, you talk right from wrong, but and drugs and shit. So 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 this is this is my perspective. Still blow your head off, nigga. It don't make it, and you ain't gonna come home to your family at the end of the day. So so, so mad you was right, and then you got shot. Don't make no sense. So this is so this is my perspective, and I agree with you, uh, Marcus. I agree with you, but this is the, this is where race comes into play, because I've seen multiple videos where Caucasians have axes, swords, fucking anything you could think of, and they're begging the cops to do something about it. Please, please attacking the cops. Yeah. And the cops still don't kill them. So it's to, to my, my perspective, I agree with you fully, especially as a black man, you should be aware of that shit. But that does not mean that shit is right. Like if you you if they don't treat if they don't treat the white people the same way, that shit's not right. But but we I agree with you. But, 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 okay, but we can't you gotta carry yourself a certain way. Look, I, 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 say, I, I agree with that, but that's not saying it's right because if they don't, if they don't. But what I'm saying, also within that, yes, you're right. You may have seen a 10, 15, 20, 30 videos of fucking white dudes act wilding out and not getting caught up by the cops. That still don't take away from the fact that there's still white people out here who do get agitated and get shot the fuck up. It don't make a difference. Like you can focus on the videos, but there's still white people who act the fuck up and still get shot. Not the fuck up, but of course, mainstream media ain't gonna show you that shit because uh, that's not the narrative I that's see, gonna uh, generate motherfucking money. Black and white, it's like the it's like the what they call the Heli, the uh, Hegelian dialect. It's like you take black and white, you take opposites. Redskins, cowboys, red and fucking blue. Democrats and fucking uh, Republicans, red and blue, black and white, opposites. So if you can't bring uh, along opposites, you can't uh, uh, fucking what sensationalize the situation. It's not gonna be as sexy to show a fucking white dude 
been shot by a cop on TV. It's not about sex. Mar- Marcus. I don't know about that. It's Marcus. not about sexy. I, I've, I've yet to see an unarmed white That's man. Yes, we were posting on here. Right. Oh, right. My no, point. Yeah. They're not going to show that. I've yet to see It's not showing opposition. It's not showing opposition when it just shows a white dude, but when it shows a black man getting shot by a white cop, it's opposition. What are you saying? We posted the video of the white boy crawling in the hotel and he got shot the fuck up. Oh yeah, I did oh, see that. Yeah. I did see that. I did see. Okay, so, uh, all right. I'll, I'll give you that. Yeah, look, this is what I'm sitting there saying. At the end of the day, like, like, uh, uh, like, we can have a whole bunch of different. That cops, one. Different that There's one. Some fucking cops who's not going to fucking take the chance against a white person or a black person. There's cops out here who are not going to give a fuck who you are. If you are a threat, I'm coming home to my family regardless. And it's same thing with star niggas. Like y'all, at the end of the well, day, then, black pro black. I love my people. If you a cop and there's a black dude threatening you, and you got to choose if you are gonna come home to see your family or not, nigga, what you gonna do? You so gonna like, put your knee on his neck for ten minutes? What you mean? You gonna put your knee on his neck for ten minutes? I'm sorry. Okay, okay, okay. Now we're gonna yeah. back. Before we go back to the end of the of the George Floyd thing, I'm just talking. All Paul was saying is he's not saying it doesn't go both ways sometimes. He's not saying that. He's saying, do you honestly sit here and think that it's that it's 50-50, that, yeah. it's, that it's fair? It's not, I'm not saying it's fair. Like, we were talking no. about George Floyd, and then you was talking about how uh, white people do this to, uh, do this to us. That's when it got off the, off the George Floyd. No, that's, that's what that's I'm talking about. Worked. Matt, Like what Matt said, the, the percentage is off. That's all I'm saying. This shit ain't even, man. That's That's all I'm saying. Like, he, like yeah, you're right. He shouldn't have been fidgety. Nowhere near. He shouldn't have been fidgety. But I don't think, I don't condone putting my knee on somebody's neck for 10 minutes. I, I Nobody's condoning that at all on any level. But that's not what we went from George Floyd to talking about how white, white cops do us. That's what happened. We wasn't just talking about it. It went from George Floyd to that. Now, we talking about George Floyd. What happened to George Floyd shouldn't have happened. But at the same time, you're dealing with motherfuckers with weapons. You dealing with fucking emotions, fucked up shit happens. You can't like that's just that's just what the, the reality. That's the fucking reality, man. I ain't gonna like, accept, nothing happens. I ain't gonna accept shit, shit happens. Nothing's gonna be perfect. It's that's not gonna be perfect unless you wanna get fucking robots to be the the fucking police patrol. Shit ain't gonna be perfect. It's all bullshit gonna happen. So oh, so you're 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 completely right about bullshit's gonna happen. Like you know what I'm saying, like um, but the thing is, I I I just feel like you know what I'm saying as as a as a public service, I'm supposed to protect and serve. Like you're supposed to be able to to uh to to de-escalate situation. So in this in this situation, I'm not talking about all any other situation. In this situation, like you you saw his hands on the steering wheel. Yes, he's fidgety. You saw his hands on the steering wheel. You had backup. You have everything here. You 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 checked him. You have him in in, in handcuffs. You have him uh, restrained or what have you. Like I I feel like you're still supposed to be able to de-escalate the situation at at some point in time. If, if you can understand, like. I feel like as humans, the same way you, you you can understand like somebody who is going to be in shock, who is going to have a, uh, uh, you know what I'm saying, an adrenaline rush being as though a gun is drawn on them at, 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 the, at the blink of an eye. So I feel like, and this is just, once again, this is just me. And this is, I know, I know life happens and I know these situations are, you know what I'm saying, like, like happening in the blink of an eye. But at the same time, if you are, you, as a police officer and you have him in cuffs, you are supposed to be in control of the situation. At no point in time is as a 
even if he is six seven, I don't know his I don't know his uh, physical stature, but I feel like he was six six two something. But even if he is, if he's uh, with his hands behind his back, like I mean, it's, it's, I feel like that you're supposed to be able to, you know, what I'm saying, be able to calm the situation yeah. down. At the end of the day, it's it's five of y'all niggas who who are lawfully carrying guns. Y'all have badges. Y'all have a license to shoot whoever the fuck y'all want to shoot. Uh, just or just off because I said I was uh, I feared for my life or some shit like that. You know what I'm saying? So no, I don't, I don't, I I can't agree with that shit. I, mean, I can't I can't agree with it either. This, this is, so, so, so this is the thing too. This is the thing too. I I looked up I looked up. I looked up the percentage of Americans that are on prescription drugs that have to deal with anything mental that affect their mental issues. It's sixty-seven percent right now, right? So that that just speaks to okay, if sixty-seven percent of our fucking population is on medication that affects their mental or that affects their their physical being or how they react to stress, how they react to stress, how do they how do they react to panic attacks? These cops should be trained on that shit. That's the, and, and I, I I'm I'm well, just you're supposed to be a professional. That's that's mm. what I'm saying. We're not trained as as human beings, as fucking citizens. We're not trained to deal with. I mean, as a black person, you're supposed to be because no, just as a, a citizen, like, like you were saying, so as a citizen. But but we're not trained. We're not paid to deal with that everyday situation. They are, yeah. and I feel like they should be trained to deal with people that got issues. Like that's just. That's that's my perspective, bro. I, I ain't. I ain't. I'm I ain't, sure they deal with people. I'm sure they they get trained to deal with people like this right, under influence so, and shit so like. Should have been trained. You know what but what, been what, been what I'm saying is, even within that, even as be like, all right, all right, all right, uh, we got so many people on drugs, and and because of whatever the fucking situation is going in society, is that a police problem because they don't know how to deal with that? Like maybe it's a reflection of society that so many people on drugs, and that's the bigger fish to fry rather than the people who's put in place by the government. <laughs> To respond by that, so you can look at it from a perspective that these niggas no. are no different. Ah, no, no, there's a war on drugs. At the end of the day, that's know. their job, bro. That's their job. That's their know. job. Exactly. You understand what I'm trying to say? What I'm saying is saying that the, the the amount of people on the amount of people on these drugs is due to uh, the uh, uh, response to the environment and the society that we live in. All this uh, quote unquote drug rap and music, and I'm so depressed, and all this shit is a complete response to the environment that we live in. So, focusing on the people who are put in place to respond to that, yes, they could quote unquote do a job, but it's still a reflection of a bigger problem, which is the society that we be, we that we live in. You can sit there and attack them. You can talk about the police, right? How they respond to it, but that's not going to take niggas off drugs and the people who are dealing with depression so this and is, all the this pain. This is my answer to that. Right. This is my answer to that, Marcus. This is my answer to that. And I, I think you are right. I think that there's no way we're going to be able to attack that problem. And I've looked at the percentages. It keeps going up and up and up. That's not – I don't think us saying that nobody should be on prescription drugs is going to solve it. I think that the immediate fix is that the fucking cops – need to understand that they're not always going to deal with a regular person that's super calm. That's my thing. I don't, I don't, I, I feel like they should right. be for that shit. I'm super sure calm. Weird. That's why them niggas be scared. It's a gun in my face. I'm super calm. Shit. Like, I'm, the niggas don't, don't, like, don't, like, them niggas be scared. Like, I don't understand. I don't, like, y'all think these niggas be big, bad bullies and shit? I know they, they exist, don't get me wrong, but I feel like these motherfuckers be thinking anything can happen. Anytime I walk up to a motherfucker's car, 
anything to go the fuck down. Like I, and I, I can understand why motherfucker would think that way. Marcus, just for clarification, you say when you say these niggas, you talking about the cops, right? Yeah. Yeah, who else would I be talking about? I'm just making sure. I'm just trying to get on the same page, nigga. Yeah. <laughs> hey, hey, do 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 George Floyd got like a a, a rap sheet? Like, I'm not trying to like. Yeah, remember you heard the story how he stuck that pregnant woman up with her uh, right. by the stomach. Right. I know that that doesn't that doesn't justify him being killed, but like when he, he did he did what? This is yeah, that's horrible. Hold on, let me make a point. Let me make a point. Like, don't you think this nigga has been through like some type of like uh you know system like? You know, judicial system like me. Yeah, yeah. I forgot that he had a, he had a long ass rap sheet. He been arrested like why are you escalating certain situations at, at this point? Like you know how the shit goes. Like the handcuffs are gonna go on you. Like you are gonna get in the car. Gonna yeah, get, but get but, but, it, but it speaks volumes. Isn't it's not like he was trying to fight the police or no shit like he, that. He was so. resisting. He was real live resisting arrest at one point. He he kicked. He like he backed out the backside of the car. Like keep it all the way hundred. Like he was, he was scooting out the backside of the car. He said, I'm, "I'm not, I'm, I'm, I'm not gonna say yeah, keep it all the way." I didn't see that. I didn't see that. Is it? Was this on the uh, the body cam joint? Yeah, it's yeah. the new shit. Hey, I didn't see that joint. I didn't see it. I didn't see it. He escalated that. It, he, he, like if you know how how like white police officers, and he, he already knew the nigga too. Oh. If you know how niggas are, why are you escalating the situation? Because because he. So was he was he under the influence at the time, or he was sober? Yeah, right. Yeah. It don't it don't matter, bro. It don't. It, but, it, I mean, but even at the end of the I mean, day, though, even at the end though, of the day, like, if he was different. What you mean? So that's gonna give him a pass? Oh, you was high, so I didn't, I'm not saying it gives him a pass. I'm just saying that's probably why he wasn't able to control himself. That's what you. If he's I'm on drugs, that, that's what I'm of saying. Of course, if because that's that the first thing they said. Oh, he was off. He was off drugs or or whatever. So yeah, uh, it was it okay. won't hold up. It won't sure. hold up. But, right, but so nigga, my whole thing is like, um, I don't know. What, what's that PCP? And they're going PCP. He wilding the fuck out. You know what I'm saying? Doing some shit. You know, yeah. and putting people in danger. The horse tranquilizers. Yeah. I mean, I guess they could have used horse tranquilizer on the nigga and still putting a knee to his. But no, nah, but he wasn't even. But right. still, it wasn't even nothing. It wasn't nothing no crazy. I didn't see. I didn't see him literally fighting the police or nothing. Okay, you you're. Uh, Renner said, "Okay, he he tried to back up out of the uh, car or whatever. Okay, all right, fine. We're gonna muscle your ass down and and get you on the ground. Fine. And that's you it. gotta watch the body cam footage. Well, before, before I gotta see it, man. I gotta see it. I gotta so, see Randall, it. So Randall, Randall, and uh, Marcus, do y'all think with the with the with the body cam information, do y'all think the officers are gonna be charged guilty, or y'all think he's going? It's gonna make it easier charge? case. It's gonna make it easier. I case. think should not. I think Chauvin should definitely." I mean, I don't think there's no way you can get off of that shit that Chauvin did, though. That shit was yeah, man. You know what I'm saying? They but, said, but, but, but I mean, but but I'm I'm speaking from a perspective of of, of like being in control of the situation, like not giving a cop right. the opportunity to justify his actions. Like, yeah. I'm talking about that shit. What Chauvin yeah. did, there's no defense. In that. I, I can't see like he, was, he gets off, but it's control. not because it was, yeah, yeah, exactly. He, but that's what I'm saying. But I'm talking about if you could do everything out of your power to prevent it from getting to that place. You know what mm -hmm. I'm saying? Then that's that's a different conversation. But what right. did, there's no exactly. defense of that. You know what I'm saying? I agree with that. But the I other agree problem, with that. I could see them getting off, but the nigga who had the knee on the neck, the nigga who had the knee on the neck, nah. I, I nah, mean, but like nah. I said, the way society going, they might let that nigga off just to create instability yeah. in society. So, you know what it, I mean? So I'm that's why I think they released that footage. Depending on whatever court you win, depending on whatever court they're going into. 
That's why they're going to use that. They're going to use that. That's why they release this shit. To get even deeper, that's why I think this shit is like all fluke because the nigga has to be on the ground. They put, they put, uh, he put his knee in his neck and they teach them niggas to put knees and necks in that city, in that state. Yeah, in that city, yep. So it's, Did they? Oh, okay. So that's well, I didn't know, know so that. then the department is gonna get sued out that fucking ass then. It's it's hard to believe, but like this that he might get off. Like that's a hard pill to swallow. But yeah, niggas, because that that wasn't that wasn't something that they uh that they outlawed in that city. So it, it actually oh. outlawed, I think, in forty cities, but that one was one that still allowed it. So and to get, that just then he might get off. Yeah, you might be right. And there might be a bunch of Upset motherfuckers see, like with the Trayvon shit. Exactly. That's it. Exactly, that Corey. And see, exactly. This is that Trayvon Martin shit all over again. And mm-hmm. I kind of feel like they do this on purpose mm-hmm. to, to to break the spirits of black people because we be getting yes. so caught up in this shit. So it'll be like, oh, look at look at this this is heinous crime that blatantly happened on TV. Let's let this right. nigga get off so oh, y'all can feel like I'm trying to ain't on y'all Martin. side. So y'all we, can develop more of a victim mentality. But it's, like, come on, man. So Marcus, we predicted this shit too. I said, I said, yeah. there's so many back-to-back cases that are going on right now, and it all exactly. is gonna hit like towards the end of this year, and it's gonna be at least one or two of the people that that get off, and it's just it's, mm-hmm. gonna, it's gonna circulate. It's gonna start another right. riot. It's like you already see it. Yeah, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it a hundred. I'm, I'm gonna keep it on. They're already practicing in Portland right now. They're practicing <laughs> literally right now for when you're going down. Yeah, nah, real shit. Yeah, they are about the military. Yeah, they, they, they that's are. all it is. I just got sick I'm of my you, This is now. like this is like a microcosm. This shit that's going on right now is a microcosm to the world that they trying to create for us in the future. This is like the test run to see if it's possible. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the way this yep. shit going right now, I, I like nigga, all explain our freedoms that. is about hold to be on, gone, on, and on, niggas on, can't on, see Marcus, it. Explain all, that. All this shit being hold on, uh-huh. that. you said what? Explain like, that. Oh, oh, in I'm totality. All right, okay, you want me to explain? It? All right. So all our liberations yeah. is about to be taken from us, and we don't even see it because, like, even with this, you know what I'm saying I, I don't want to, you know, like, like Black Lives Matter, all this shit, like, all this is like rooted in. It's like kind of like they they kind of tell us like this is for your liberation, this is for your good. Like all this cancel culture, all this, uh, it's all control. It's like you can't say what you want to say out of the goodness, out of the, uh, oh, we want to protect people's feelings. Oh, this is uh, offensive. All this shit is control. It's like now it's going to put everybody into a box and be like, okay, in order to make a society where everybody's happy, you got to live in within this box. And if you don't live within this box, then you're not a part of this society. So if you start to pay attention, this cancel culture shit is like a hive mentality yeah. where everybody yeah. thinks of that. Where they think like in order to have a utopian society, we must all be politically politically correct. So people are thinking that they're being politically correct and doing the right thing without realizing that they're actually going into a fucking box of control. Mm-hmm. Where if you don't go inside that box, you're not a good person. You can be uh, castigated. I think if that's the right word, outside out of society, if you don't fit inside that box. That's why the, uh, even in the NBA, look for an example. They'll be like, like oh. You can say what you want to say. We push our players. Speak your speak your truth. Uh, say what you want to say. But then when the niggas say some shit about Jews, can't say that. When the niggas say things outside that box, mm-hmm. can't say that. Because they can't not as much freedom as they try to portray. It. See, they only want you to say what they want. They only want you to say what they want you to say. They don't want you to speak right. the the truth. You see what I'm yeah. saying? So yeah. that's what's going on in society right now. Like we're slowly losing all our freedoms in the name of political correctness. You know no, what I'm saying? I agree. Like, you know what I'm saying? It's like, I it's like this big moral shit. Like, 
making you think that you're being a good person, but in reality, you're giving away your freedom. You yeah, I fully agree like, with that. Like, I agree with that. Hey, and Marcus, and, just uh, to, a just question to, though, question y'all. I'm just real curious, y'all, because I'm just watching this shit. How do y'all feel about Nike checks on Black Lives Matter t-shirts? Like, just. How do y'all feel about that? I'm just curious. No, we, we, we talked about that Black shit. Lives Matter. I didn't even know. <laughs> now, I'm just remember, curious. Let me know how y'all I didn't even know about it. Remember when we, Watch uh, the NBA we had... Game. Yeah. <laughs> remember when we had the... Uh, we were talking about the Black Dollar and how powerful that shit is and how like companies are basically just switching over to the Black Lives Matter movement to become... To make, to make a, a dollar to be lucrative. Because, look, these companies ain't... You don't think it's because they care? It's, it's not because they care about... It's not, don't you think uh, it's maybe because they just... No, it's about money. Like, it's about and money at the end of the day. They become enlightened and they're starting to understand. No, because they know the black dollar is I, at least a billion dollars a year. You know what I'm saying? At least a billion. Oh, so what basically what you're saying is that they're profiting off the death of black men. So Nike was like, oh, these niggas be dying. There's a lot of attention to that. Let me put it check on that. Is that what you're saying? But, but, uh, and so and I still got my Nike on, though. Unfortunately, I still got my Nike on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. But it was just... Not we weren't saying it was a trend or whatever, but they're directing, j just like you said, like the market towards that. Yeah. They're, they're they're like fueling. They're, they're first of all, they're building their name off of that shit, off this unfortunate circumstance, somewhat. You know what I'm saying? Uh, do I think it's sincere and genuine? Man, I can't. I, I no, I I, I don't. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. I, I don't so like you you so do you think that George Floyd killing was like the damn? Like now I understand what these blacks have been complaining about all these years. Oh. Let's do right by the blacks by putting some checks on a Black Lives Matter t-shirt. <laughs> no, because like, nah, Nike's, Nike's come up off cap. Nike's come up off other situations before too. I mean, I know they, and see, like I try to read between the lines. Like they always keep their shit trendy. They're always current and all that. But this instance is different. All these, it's hell of all different types of companies that like on the Black Lives Matter movement. And ain't nobody making no fucking money right now. Whatever is popping, everybody's gonna jump on that. I feel like that's one of the things. That might be one of the instances so, too. So, so how how do you feel as a black person when you see these big corporations just profiting off of your pain? How y'all feel about that? I mean, I'm not I'm not naive. I'm not naive. So I know that that's what they're gonna do. That's what every that's what half of the fucking co corporations are doing. People and that's the politic right now. Against it. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not naive. That's how they're going to make their money in the next couple what, of years. I ain't whatever, thinking, whatever, I'm, exactly, I'm with you. Wow. Whatever can be political, whatever they can turn into a politic, like, you know what I mean? It's just, they're going to capitalize off of that shit. And they do it quick. They do it so yeah. fast. Yeah, and so Nike, fast. to your point, Nike's, they got the money. Nike's the first one that's going to jump out there. They're like, oh, shit, well... Guess who buy the most fucking shoes? Right. Who buy the fucking most shoes? Black people. Exactly. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Exactly. All right. All right. So, right, right. And the thing, so, the thing right, with, so thing with that, hold on, what what that, that, the thing with Nike I was just gonna say the thing with Nike is though they've literally they've been about business. It, I've never seen like them. Yeah. You might see some other brands or whatever that say, "Oh, I'm not gonna fuck with this." Oh. Uh, uh, um, Trump said don't do this so fuck these niggas that want to uh, say whatever the fuck or whatever but Nike has been about they've always been about trying to be in the forefront of of whatever you know what I'm saying whatever yeah. whatever yeah. is you know what I'm saying 
So I know for Nike, for sure, it's it's about business at the end of the day. It's about business. And they really don't give a fuck either way. And I guess I guess you can uh, damn if you do, damn if you don't with Nike. You know what I'm saying? It's not really – they're not really going on – they're not really uh, putting a foot down on whatever situation or whatever, but – they're just trying to make money a dollar at the end of the day. So, so real quick, real quick before. Um, so I, I just gotta say, Nike's the. I mean, one for, for me personally, point blank, I haven't seen I haven't seen uh, the Nike check on the Black Lives Matter T shirt. However, I haven't I, seen it either. I, yeah. I, 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 well, I see. I see Black Lives. Huh? LeBron was wearing the hat during the uh, like the like post game jumps. Okay. okay. All right. Well, and so this is my only point, though. This, this, this is my point to it, though. Right. Nike, Nike is the uh, Nike is the sole sponsor of the or the sole sponsor of the NBA. So, like anything that like the, the Black Lives Matter, and it, this and it, it, my point might be null and voided because you just said it's a Black Lives Matter um, hat or headband that LeBron was wearing. It's not though. Go ahead. I'm a, I'm a, I'm gonna finish though. Go ahead. <laughs> so, <laughs> God. So Nike's, Nike's Black Lives, I mean, Nike is the sole, uh, sole provider for the NBA's, like, jerseys and their apparel for the, for the game day situation. So, like, even, like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I'll, I'll just say Shade Gilkers, Alexander, or whatever like that. I know he just signed a big check with Converse or what have you. But literally, like, on game days, he has to wear a Nike, like, Nike apparel up top, and then, like, he can wear whatever Converse and shit down bottom. Like, you know what I'm saying? But he has to wear a Nike. Oh, and that, that probably goes for like all sporting. What the fuck is going on in the background? <laughs> I'm, not I'm, you, Alex. I'm sorry. <laughs> Damn, my bad. Bless you. <laughs> 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 I still got my headphones on. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you fucked up. I don't know if he was getting fucking out. I just need the nigga. My bad. <laughs> hey, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. Hey, you got. I was about to go in. So. Right. That nigga's stupid, dude. You ah, man, that, that whole shit up. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Sorry. Wow. <laughs> I forgot, yo. Oh, I totally man. forgot. I was like, I got, I got let this. I just started drinking and shit too. Let's <laughs> finish this gallon real quick. <laughs> yeah, y'all, y'all know my bladder. Oh, I gotta man. go. <laughs> let me pee in this cup real quick. Come on, dog. <laughs> I've been, I've been holding it for a minute for real. I've been holding it. <laughs> Doug, Al, go ahead, man. Fuck this nigga. <laughs> oh, yeah. all, all, all I was getting at was um, basically like, you know what I'm saying, Nike is the sole sponsor of, uh, you know what I'm saying, the NBA. And I think like the Black Lives Matter t-shirt, if it is on a t-shirt, but like I said, my point might be null and void because Randall said it's on um, different different things uh, outside of um, outside of just the t-shirts and, and, and the game day apparel. Um, so that was just going to be my point. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I don't want to, I don't want to vilify Nike for, for having a Black Lives Matter t-shirt and having to check on that shit if they are the sole provider of the NBA and the game day apparel. That was the only thing I was just going to say. But I mean, like, I mean, we already know, and I, and, and because I don't want to end it right there, we already know, like, a lot of these corporations might just be saying shit because like, even, even though their Nike is pushing out statements for Black Lives Matter, there's still mm-hmm. like a whole bunch of different campaigns for, uh, um, racism at Nike for Black Lives. I mean, uh, was it Black at Nike or racism or something mm-hmm. along the lines? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking about like mm-hmm. the racism that Black people endure at Nike, and then also we got Adidas and we got different brands. And I just I'm just talking about sports brands right now or apparel brands. But we already know it it it, it goes across the across the gamut of you know what I'm saying like 
the world. Liberal. I agree with what you're saying, Al, but I don't think we're vilifying them to say that they profiting off of everything that happens. Like, it's just... Yeah, because they are, though. It's the truth. It's not... It's not. They ain't the villain in this. Um, <laughs> They're profiting just just because they fuck with everybody. You yeah, think so? they, but they profiting off of it. And they have been doing mm-hmm. that routinely for the... I, I would say... So just by chance. Then. Maybe 10, 11 years. Um, but, but, but so one, <clears throat> one thing I was going to mention, too, is a lot of strategic uh, placement. And because... Uh, because Nike's one of the biggest sponsors of the NBA, um, I'm just going to touch on the point that you talked about, Marcus, uh, with, with these little sayings and these phrases on the back of the fucking jerseys. Like, mm-hmm. this shit is pissing me off. I don't know if it's pissing anybody hey, else thank off. You. But thank I saw, you. But I saw, I saw Andre Roberson with a fucking jersey on the day that said, I am a man. Like what the fuck? Like, I, like I, I'm like this shit is like really like like uh, passive. Thank you. Thank you, Paul. It's really passive. Like, don't hurt me type shit, and it's pissing me the fuck off. Yeah, and this is and this it's is the one nigga had it. Just said love me. And yeah, nigga just said love me. This is the shit. Yeah, I saw that shit, and this is the shit that Nike approves. This is the shit that the NBA approves. Like they don't approve the shit that LeBron wanted to say or the shit that Jimmy Butler actually wanted to say. And that's that's where I, I have an issue. I want to know what LeBron and J- Jimmy Butler had to say, though. What they had to say. What? Hey, bro, these are right, kids. The, the way I look at this, these are kids. These, 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 some of these young NBA niggas are kids. That's true. You're right. You're right. And Randall, you're right. You're right. And I give me these niggas the benefit of the doubt because I be thinking, like, when I was 21 and then I used to think the same fucking way, so I can't get mad at these niggas. But what I will say, like, from a perspective of, like, competition and, like, a battle and war between men, like, like this is, is this is war still. Like, we don't even understand, like, us as black men, we still at war. And what I mean is they present us like this to make us seem like we don't have, like, a strong unit right. of, of, right. of, of brotherhood right. between us. So it's like, let me put the black men on display as displaying itself as a victim. Exactly. Like, even yeah. if you the fucking bully, you can... Even, even, like, put it like this. Even if you a bully, you can be a, a complete fucking asshole, dick piece of shit. But at the end of the fucking day, they're going to always respect the bully more than the exactly. fucking victim. So we got we got to present ourselves uh, in a more a stronger fucking way. Like, we can't be co-signing this victim shit. Like, that's, it's that's demasculizing that shit. There's no other group. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? There's no other group of men. There's no Asian men, Indian men. No other fucking group of men uh, at totality present themselves as victims. But yeah, understand right. that the reason they put us in this position because we're the most powerful niggas. They want us to exactly. fucking um, well, put ourselves in the, in the fight. But they don't understand to, is that we have to struggle, also remember like, that it's, like, it's more... No, I'm just going to put that one in there. It's more black folks in the fucking NBA than there are anybody else in the fucking NBA. But go ahead. So but Yeah, but what I'm saying is like once we step into point. our proper place and our position on this planet Earth, like everything will fucking change. change. So they have to present us this way in order to stay in power. Like as long as we keep adapting these narratives and and, and thinking like we don't have the power, we'll never have the power. We have mm-hmm. to actually look ourselves and present ourselves like we're fucking kings. Like ain't no king of fucking victim, yeah. my nigga. Like as much as you want to say yeah, we kings right. and queens, you're not gonna you're not gonna be co-signing this. That's what I'm saying. That's, that's, if you look that's at why it yourself, makes more sense. That's why it makes more sense to me. We as black men as a totality adapt that mindset. Like, like that'll, like, uh, I'm telling you, we'll take over the fucking world. Because they already follow us all fucking ready. Like, if we can influence niggas, I know y'all already had that conversation about rap music and all that other shit. 
If we can not influence yet. niggas not to yet. do the wrong not shit, yet. we can influence. <laughs> oh damn! I just assumed I'm. Just, if we can influence. We can influence niggas to do the wrong shit. We can influence niggas to do the right shit. Like like they use us against the world, nigga. That shows how much power we have. You yeah, know what I mean? exactly. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. That's that's what I was. That's that's what I was trying to uh uh piggyback on that. That's that that makes sense. If they off the. Because Peace Shack was talking about how they had, what were they saying, love me and, and some other uh, bullshit. I am a man. Like, yeah. like even, even yeah, that I'm whole Nick Cannon shit, like yeah. even that whole Nick Cannon shit, what was Nick Cannon really saying? He was basically saying, we are kings, and they're trying to uh, pro project us as if we're not. And that nigga got shamed publicly for that. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Because they don't want niggas to adapt that mindset. They don't want you to think like that. They want you to be in the, old. In the crazy uh, what shit is that. Saying, Paul, know that. No, don't hurt me, ass nigga. That's what they want you to be. That's what they what? want you to be. They don't want you to think. You know what I'm saying? The wild shit is, is that niggas already know that though. Niggas already know that, and they trying to silence. You're niggas. right. Everybody knows. That's, the whole fucking the world knows. We know that's it ourselves too. <laughs> we know it ourselves though. We know Man, that shit. We talking you know about this shit. We all know that. That's the wild shit. That's the wild shit, and they 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 trying to fuck up a nigga who already got millions or whatever he got or whatever. They trying to fuck his shit up. That's the wild shit. So and you know, I would say, huh? You know, it's even uh, more wild shit. And uh, Corey, you can hit me with the conspiracy tag, but uh, get in it. Let's go. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Let's go. That, that same time frame where George Floyd shit happened, there was like. Uh -huh. Three other instances in three different other countries, three other different countries with the same uh, scenario at the same time. Globalism. Yeah. The whole time. And, and even I didn't know what countries it was, though. It was like yeah. France, 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 Italy. Like, it was like the, the same scenario. Oh, like, so that's why France was going hard. Black man being, okay. killed, being killed on camera, like at the same time. Mm hmm. The exact thing happened the other day uh, with the whole uh, the shit that had the explosion that happened in uh, Lebanon. The, it's like, like some shit like that was a, in a direct. That was happening the same time like like four other serious events that are actually related. What? What the fuck else happened? I just saw the explosion. It was like this big ass explosion in Lebanon yesterday. And that's right. No, I like, saw like, that. It was like, like, like it was like a nuclear joint. This shit happened. What the fuck else happened? And then to get even even a little bit deeper before we get off the subject, we can get off right here. But uh, you know, I always say like follow the money. We will try to follow the crime. Got to, got to. George Soros owns a lot of fucking shares in Target and AutoZone, and those were like the first two places that was hit. In how much money he got? In in uh, uh, Minnesota. So how much money he got? Period. Is he a billionaire? If you remember back in Ferguson. When he was riding, that was that was. Is Soros a billionaire? Huh? Is Soros a billionaire? What the fuck you think? Oh, yeah, well, then okay. <laughs> then he should have his money in fucking Target and shit. Go on. All right, go so, on. I would have my money there too. Go on. So you, you you talked about you talked about um, tracking money. So it's just that kind of translates to moving backwards. So there's one talk topic that we have, and it's called uh, if we know life can only be understood backwards. Uh, and we can only be living it forwardly. Do you think we as a society can constantly try to live in the past? And why is that? And uh, for example, somebody says slavery. Can can uh, 
who actually presented that topic? Can we expound on that just so everybody can have uh, some input? Yeah, that was my question. Um, oh, shit. Let's go. Uh, I don't know. I mean, I just feel like uh, – I don't know. Like, I feel like as a society and um, just like every, we always talk about, like, walking, like, the path of life and everybody can only walk their own path. Well, my path didn't exist in slavery. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying that um, you shouldn't be able to learn from your past but also, that's just like if you were in a relationship, right? If I, and, and God forbid, something happened to me and my wife, right? And 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 I, uh, we get divorced, and I go into a different relationship. If I if I move on to the next chick, and I continue to reflect on the instances and the issues that we that me and my uh, ex-wife had, and I bring those into that relationship. How is it that I can remotely move forward in that relationship if I continue to bring up, to think about, or to even remotely uh, have that mindset of, oh, well, this this happened to me back then when, when I was in a relationship with her. Like, that ain't got nothing to do with the, the new chick that I'm with. You see what I'm saying? And that new chick is symbolic to me of my mindset. Our mindset has nothing to do with slavery. You know what I'm saying? And I'm not saying like, 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 you know what I'm saying? You go throughout history. You can, the reason why I pose the question that way is because you're supposed to live life forward. But you're also supposed, you can reflect, but you're not supposed to live backwards. You see what I'm saying? We have a mentality where we can constantly make it seem as though, um, now, granted, it's a different form of slavery, technically. Uh, we're enslaved in our minds still. But the way that things were two, 300 years ago is not the same today. And it's like, if, if we stay in that mindset, how, how can you ever move forward? I just don't see progress when you're... I, I agree with what you're saying. I, I, I understand what... I'm going to say, I'm not going to say I agree. I understand what you're trying to say. I understand what you're saying that, um, I understand your analogy. You're saying like, how can we keep looking back at slavery, whatever, but it is, you're, you're, you're talking about, um, you said saying having an ex-wife or whatever, and, and looking back on that or whatever. And, and, trying to compare it to being enslaved <laughs> for years and for 400 years being a slave I, I i can't i don't think it compares i don't i don't think it compares but i, I understand what you're, what you're saying but it's, no, no. It's symbolism. What I, I, I see the no, symbolism I, I, but it's, I, I know what brian said. it's not a good analogy i feel you though brian because i feel like basically it's like kind of Kind of like, all right, let's say you grew up, you had like a fucked up childhood, uh, you know, you had abusive parents, right? But like, then it's like, it gets to a certain point in life, it's like, all right, if you focus on all the fucked up shit that happened to you, even if you was a, a justified victim, that doesn't, mm -hmm. that, that's mm -hmm. not going to help you progress to get where you need to be when you keep focusing on what's, what's happened to you in the past. Right. At the end of that the day, sense. there's people who've been through exactly what you've been through, and there's people out here who've progressed and got better. 
Then there's people who've been exactly but what you went through, and they fucking like some schizophrenics walking around. You know what I'm saying? Begging for change. You know what I mean? Like, like at the end of the day, it's all about like you go through your pain, and then it's up to you to choose to decide. You can have two brothers from the same household went through the same shit. One brother went off and, and took that pain and made something of it. The other uh, 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 brother took that pain and let that shit eat him alive. So at the end of the day, it's like there's no broke focusing on that. Hey, you know what I'm saying? There's no broke. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. I, um. So I think just to answer your question, bro, I think it's a balance. Right? Yeah. I think it's a balance, right? Because you not you don't forget. Actually, and I. You're actually taught that you're not supposed to forget your parents, especially when it comes to drastic things like relationships and things that you failed on, um, your your jobs, stuff like that, because it's a learning process, right? Because we're humans. So, like, what, I, I, it's a big balance. Like, you ain't going to talk. One thing, one thing is you're not going to talk about your ex to your current wife, like, 24 never that's 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 just that's a bad that's a bad combination you're not going to do that but there's things that you did probably in your past relationships that you've learned from right so there's things that, that you've done in your past relationships that make you better man that made you like oh okay well, i know that, that well, we don't need to speak about that we don't need to speak about that <laughs> i know that 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 you know that wasn't the right avenue or i know that that's not the person that's the type that's not the type of person i could be with so i need to be with somebody this way so my my thing is and this this is just this is just from you know retrospective like i feel like um, a, a lot of, and this is just coming from reading books and successful people, millionaires, billionaires. But, but one thing that that I feel like, other, and this is what we talked about previously too. I feel like other uh, races and nationalities do that we do not is that we do they do carry their history. They talk to they they talk to their kids. They talk to their grandkids. They tell them about what mistakes were made. They tell them about you know, each intricacy, what happened in this dec decade, what happened in this decade, what your great grandfather did. And honestly, we don't if have- we can go back that far. We don't have track of all of that stuff to be able to, yeah. to, to divulge that information. But one thing we do know, one thing we do know is that three, 400 years ago, our ancestors were enslaved. enslaved. Mm -hmm. um, one, 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 one thing that we do know also and that people don't touch on is that we were kings and queens as well. So I would, I would say that, you know, I, I don't think it's something okay, that we should I'm dwell on. That. I don't think it's something that we should dwell on, but I do think it's something that we shouldn't forget because guess what times we are in right now? Like Marcus talked about, that shit could happen in fucking 30 years. Like what, what, who's to say that that shit won't be reciprocated? Or I'm sorry, like duplicated in the whole slavery process will begin again if we don't know how that shit happened and what, how we were so passive about it saying, I am a man. Like what the fuck does that do? That don't do shit. Like so, so to that that this this little these phrases that I'm looking at on the back of people's jerseys, like that shit is so submissive, bro. And so that's about to take that shit off. Exactly. That's all I'm saying, Paul. That's all I was saying, Paul. Thanks. I worded it specifically because I say live, live. We. There are there there are a lot of people in this in today's society. I'm not saying that you shouldn't reflect. I'm not saying that you shouldn't remember. But I'm saying there are people who are consistently actively living as if like 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 they it, it, living as if it just took the chains off yesterday. <laughs> it's, it's right, right. Yeah, niggas is crazy out here. Forward with that. 
You know what I'm saying? I, I, I'm not saying, like you said, and you're, you're a thousand percent correct. I'm not saying that you didn't. History is there for a reason. Ain't lying, man. I said if we if we can only understood if we can only be uh, understood, uh, life can only be understood backwards. That means you you understand it. You understand it and you see it exactly for what it is. But in order to live forwardly, you cannot live in the past. I'm not saying forget it because that would be the dumbest shit of all time. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. But to live forwardly and to move into a different uh into a different era, you cannot live like you can't you can't live three hundred years ago today. It just mm-hmm. it it's not conducive to 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 time. Yeah. Yeah. I would say use the past use the past as a form of wisdom. Like look, like, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Look at the past and be like, all right, this is what happened, this is where the mistakes were made. Learn from that, become a better to you, and then you know what I'm saying, grow from that. You know what I'm saying? But they'll just yeah. be stuck in the place of, you know, how wrong you was done or I was done unfair. There's no growth in that shit. There ain't no strength in that. There's no strength in that right. shit. You know what I mean? and then build on top of, of the le- like everything we go through in life all the pain all the bullshit like everybody been victimized on some level everybody's been done wrong on some fucking level use that shit to make yourself better like don't let don't yeah. dwell in it and focus on the negative aspect of it because that, yeah. that don't do shit for nobody especially for real and keep all real, especially if you got people who you care for and love you like you know what i'm saying it's like yeah. Like they ain't doing them no service to just be focusing on, you know what I'm saying? Cause they know growth in that. You you bettering yourself yeah. is actually being a service to those around you. So, you know, focusing right. on that shit ain't doing nothing for nobody. Yeah. You know what I mean? I agree. And so so to your point, no, Brian, so I fully agree. And that's that's facts right there. Like I don't think anybody should dwell on that past. Um, but and I think that we had actually a topic previously that said, uh, do you regret anything you did? And also, there was another topic that was uh, that related to um, uh, uh, past, like realizations and stuff like that. And I, f- I feel like that you you're, you're totally right. Like if you, the more you dwell in on your past, okay. So I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about this real quick. I know everybody knows somebody that was like um, their prime years was high school years, and they're like 35 now, right? And so, everybody, so y'all, y'all all probably know one person that was like, oh, shit, I was the shit in high school, and I did this, and these are my, you know, they, remember when I shot that shot, and, you know? That's me. That's, that's living in the past. Like, that's living <laughs> in the past. And, and, and to that point, that's that shit, real. That, that shit stunts your growth. That shit stunts your growth, right? right. That's I, real. I'm not calling anybody else that I know either, but I do hang, I know, I know some people that are like that. Like, their prime years was when they were 16. Like, what does that say about your life that your prime fucking years is when you were 16? Like, move on. Compromise on what you that's, know. That's, parenting. Yeah, that's real. That's parenting. That's parenting at the end of the day. That's parenting. That's parenting. Your parents should have knew better to say some more shit. They, they should have they knew better to. Get your little stupid ass. You was already a little stupid ass because all you were trying to do was fucking shoot the J and shit. Just no. <laughs> <laughs> parenting, dog. Just parenting. Go ahead, Al. Parenting. Oh, <laughs> how your little stupid ass was trying to do shoot the J, dog. Come on. <laughs> what you was going to say, Al? Yeah, Go ahead, I, will Al. Say, I will say, I mean, uh, so I, 
I think um, it's t- it's two parts. So I think um, one is we definitely have to address the trauma as well. You know what I'm saying? Like, I mean, it's, it's all it's always good to to know about the history and know about the different things. But we also, you know what I'm saying, as, as people, we have to be able to address the trauma in that way. You know what I'm saying? You can understand, like, what mistakes. And, and I know this isn't necessarily directly tied to or slavery, but we have to be able to address the trauma and address the things that have happened to us. And that way we can learn from them because if we don't learn from them, I mean, if we don't address them, we will never learn from them. We won't be able to be able to saying be like oh well I, I fucked up x y and z i need to be able to address that and moving forward blah 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 but at the same time uh so even as we talk about slavery sometimes i think uh one thing i think we think about and uh although we talk about slavery as 300 and 400 years ago um slavery isn't isn't that is isn't that true truly long ago and sometimes so so i'll just say for me my grandmother was my grandmother either was a slave or was uh you know what i'm saying was a direct response to slavery and and mm-hmm. sometimes you know what i'm saying like we have that that as paul was saying we have that generational mindset and that generational mindset is like because i was a slave like you know what i'm saying like it, it, it's not it's it's not on purpose but you know what i'm saying sometimes they instill that in other people so you know what i'm saying like it's the mm-hmm. generational in which they did not address and because they did not address it it, it is passed down yeah. and like literally yeah. it's like people it's generations and generations of people that are literally like you know what i'm saying like everything was always against me and blah, blah, blah. I don't have anything. And, and the reason I don't have anything is because of X, Y, and Z. And I'm not going to try to progress. I'm not going to try to make X, Y, and Z. I'm not going to try yeah. to try to move forward. It's because like literally they are trying to break cycles of cycles of cycles. And sometimes it's not even really cycles of cycles of cycles. Sometimes it's only one cycle. So, I mean, like we, as, as much as we truly think about it, and, and, and as, as sometimes it's like how, how they paint the picture of like, or how sometimes we paint the picture of slavery as so long ago. Slavery wasn't really, really that long ago. So sometimes it's it really one generation in between. But they act like it was, though. It's, it's really only one generation in between, like, of what's going on. So, you know what I'm saying? Like, right now, we are still in a process. And, and this is on all of us. This Like, not only, like, us uh, as Black people, but, I mean, like, as Black men, but as Black people, we have to be able to bridge this generational gap, whereas though we are breaking the chains and, like, literally... I'm saying we are. I agree. We aren't uh, defeated. We are more so conquerors. And like you know, what I'm saying like at make sh- making sure we are pushing this narrative. You know what I'm saying that 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 yes, that yes, that did happen to us. Granted, granted, yep. it was fucked up. It it happened. Like we we got over it. We we overcome. But at the same time, we have the opportunity and we have the 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 uh, the responsibility. To, to those people and those generations before us, those ancestors before us, to move forward and continue to be conquerors. The same way uh, Paul talked about we were kings and queens before, like that is some type of lineage that was also lost in translation right. and that wasn't necessarily passed down to us as as it should be, um, or it, it, it might have been passed down to us, but you know what I'm saying? That's something that we need to make sure that we uh, bring about and make sure that we bring about change and, and continuously can push that narrative. And, and you know what's crazy? I, I feel now. Maybe uh, I know you guys. Somebody else feels the same way. Uh, that's in this podcast. But come on, get in it. Let's go. I feel like, of course, it's us. Of course, it's me. Of course, it's you. Of course, it's Shaq. Of course, it's Marcus. Of course, we would be. Of course, me, Brian, Morgan would be born in a time where I would have to be the one to help break the generation. Nigga. Yeah. Nigga, I feel the same shit, bro. <laughs> I promise you. 
I promise you, I'll be like young. I, because I, I, I'm a, because look, Brian, I'll be looking, I'll be looking at the past. I look, I'll be looking at my family history. And like you were saying, Alice, I agree with everything you're saying because you can see like the the mental, like you know, um, pink passing shit down from generation to generation. And now we at like a certain spot where you see like, okay, this shit it doesn't serve. You know what I'm saying? Uh, the bloodline going into the future. So now right. I have to change the mind going into the future. Right. But like you were saying, Alex is like, all that shit did come from slavery and not having nothing. So you kind of uh, develop a mindset, you pass it down to your kids. But like now, mm-hmm. we, uh, I, I feel like some of all that's born in the, in the 80s, 86, whatever the fuck it was, but it's like something that like, we, I feel like we were put here to break the chains, young. Cause I see that shit in my own family. You know what I'm saying? Like, and not just me, like my, my cousins that's the same age, I feel like we're the ones that's gonna turn the tide. You know what I mean? And I, I'm sure y'all go through this. Y'all, y'all probably experiencing similar shit. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I, and I also think that's the reason why they're pushing all this victim shit on us because they don't want us to develop this mindset. Cause they, they know that this, this generation is the nigga that's gonna change it. You know what I mean? So they want us to be uh, another. Uh, what's it called? Uh, Sixteen years a slave. They want us to have that mentality. You know what I mean? That's why they keep presenting us with this. But, shit. You know what I mean? but can I ask this question though? Point real quick, just so I can pick you back on Marcus' point real quick. But I think that also me might be the generational shit too. Whereas though, you know what I'm saying? Like it's it's being passed down from from different generations. Whereas though, you know what I'm right. saying? Like victims and like literally like oh shit. Well, we should go ahead and push the narrative of putting the names on the back of the jersey and pushing like you know what I'm saying? It's it's that disconnect. Whereas though, we're pushing the narrative of you know what I'm saying? Oh, I am a man, love me, and all that different yeah. shit on the back of the jersey, as opposed to pushing right. the the time is now. I, I, right. I'm just, oh, I'm just throwing it out. The time is now with some shit like that. Let's you know, break the curse. But, yeah. but, but, but my question was. Yeah, break, break the chain. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Yeah, yeah I, I definitely understand that. But my question was, do you think that your father, all your fathers, you don't, you don't think that uh, your father was, was asking himself the same question, or your father's father, your father's 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 father? Possessing themselves the same question, you know what I'm saying, with this systematic yeah. racism yeah. and shit. So me, I, I'll, speak, I'll speak to myself. Um, yes, right. I think my father was asking that question, but at the same time, he's still, he's still, he's still learning the system himself. So like right now, we mm-hmm. we, we still bit, learning the system and shit. Right, we, we think have, we know it, but we have more, we have more knowledge than they had at their time. Like right. at that point in time, right. and like, even as you think it's about the it, information age. At, at that point in time, they weren't. They weren't truly intellectual in, in terms of like reading books and different things of that nature. So like now we are actually, uh, you know what I'm saying, and, ingrained and learning more and like, you know what I'm saying, like we know more to read more, we know more to to, to venture out and to, 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 to learn more and find out different things for ourselves. Whereas though at that point in time, some of the times that they had to like literally fend for themselves and literally it was all about survival. Like right now it's more so we can- Huh? <clears throat> I don't mean to cut you off, but just look how they used to eat compared to how we eat now compared to the generation before us. It's just like almost night and day. You know what I mean? They used to eat horrible the last generation, to be honest. Yeah. That's you know what I'm saying? Oh, yeah. So, go ahead. So, so that goes into, I think it's a different era. And to answer your question too, Corey, on my end, I think it's a different era. I think they did have that mindset, but I think that they were in that mindset to where I gotta provide for my kids, like you know, mm-hmm. I gotta, I gotta make sure I gotta have. We gotta provide for our kids too. I, we what we need to keep a roof over our head. I need to make sure that we successful. I need to make sure you know. So I think it was breaking like barriers down, but it wasn't to the point where we were mm-hmm. breaking chains. You know what I mean? And, and, right, he right, did, right. 
and, 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 and to piggyback off that, even if you think about it, like at, at that point in time, that was also a breaking the cycle of literally breaking the cycle of, I'll just say breaking the cycle of staying in the household. Whereas though at that point in time, and once again, I'm going back to slavery. At that point in time, they were breaking the men apart. And I'm just going to say, I'm, just, I'm only speaking for the men. They were breaking the men apart and they would like separate yeah. families and like actually dividing the family structure. So like mm. at that point in time, if we're talking about our fathers, and I'm only talking about my father, where we're talking about fathers trying to stay in the household to, 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 to bring uh, households together in which that was, that was the breaking the generational curse. So the, the curse before them was literally like we were separating families. So now my, my I'm once again, I'm only talking about my father, my father's my father's generational curse that he was trying to break was literally staying in the household and, and providing a upbringing, a, a nice family structure for his child yeah. to, to come mm -hmm. up to or children to come up to. And now it's on for me to, you know what I'm saying? For me to, to expound upon the legacy. Build on yeah. top of that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And my, Al, Al, you don't you don't think rap music do the same thing? Try to break family uh, structures? Hell yeah! <laughs> Fucking your bitch! Fucking your bitch! Fucking your bitch! That's all these niggas <laughs> talk about. That's it. destroying. It. That's the truth, though. That's the reason why they promote that shit because they're trying to it's destroy. You you think you think it's like a uh, like a music industry thing, or you should, you think it's like something more sinister? So me, I think. Um, so I, th I think it's two things. Once again, I think it's, you know what I'm saying, like, it's, it's, it is some people who have literally been growing up into this life and, and growing up into those different lives, not necessarily the fucking your bitch, fucking your bitch, fucking your bitch, uh, <laughs> lifestyle and shit like that. But, you know what I'm saying, like, the shoot, they're right the and all that good shit. But I think it's like those those type of situations. But at the same time, I also think it's the, uh, it, it's the people in charge of, of who's pushing the streams. Um, because, like, I, I promise you. I, I promise you. I, I don't want to talk any bad about anybody or for anybody's hustle. But I've never heard. Uh, 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 I, I've never heard a real uh, NLE Chopper song or whatever like that. But literally, like it's. Uh, the, I mean, I mean, I heard. I've heard the radio songs, but it's literally like I run up on you and I shoot your shit and all that good shit like that. And but those are the songs that are pushing the. I mean, that are on the mainstream. Yeah, I'm following. Made sense. Mainstream media, and those are the songs that are pushing the narrative and pushing the the quote unquote rap culture. When as though it's 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 I'll just say it's it's lyricists like fucking big crit that you know what I'm saying like are literally talking about some substance and shit. But at the same time, we don't get the the same media exposure for those right. airways. But at the same time, we get the fucking your bitch, fucking your bitch, fucking your bitch. Run up on that. You know what right. I'm saying? Like, and I think that is the different the 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 the, the things. I think radio is like the biggest like uh giveaway like look at the shit that's on the radio and look at the shit that's in your fucking you know your your playlist look at the look look at the talent that's in your playlist and look at the shit that comes across the radio look at look at like uh the shit they pushing with like i mean god bless it but megan the stallion her shit is fucking luke the fuck warm her shit is not trash her shit is not hot trash. like there, there's some there's been like good female like artists but her shit is not hot her shit is not hot i'm sorry it's not. It's not because I'm getting older. I like. I like good music. When young niggas put out good music, I fuck with the shit. But the shit that's coming out now is not fucking hot. And and the way that they push it on you just just lets you know like how this shit has been like a fucking scam. Like how long has it been a scam? Like how yeah. how, how nigga like how far yeah. back has, it, the, yeah. has this shit been going on? Bro, I I could say a lot of shit, man. Cause I was watching like some. Man, this shit is deep. This shit is real fucking deep. But but I would say as far as like even Megan Thee Stallion, it's like, all right, what does she what does she present? What does she represent? 
her music is like, oh, I'm fucking these niggas, scamming these niggas, my pussy's so good, da da da. She ain't yeah. talking shit about being a mother. She ain't talking about shit about being a wife. So if you a young little fucking girl, you growing up listening to that shit, you're not going to see the value of being a wife to a man and a mother to children. You see what I'm saying? So and just off that influence alone, that's teaching young girls not to be compatible with men. Then not just that. Uh, same thing with the male perspective. I'm a player. I got all these bitches. Oh, I was fucking that bitch. I was fucking your bitch. None of that is conducive to family. None of that has anything to do with family structure, community, none of that. As a matter of fact, all that shit is rooted in uh, uh, community destruction. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's no there's no aspect of that that says unity. You know what I mean? So that's what I'm saying. Like, and then, and then if you look at the conditions of our uh, our communities, like, it's, it's a, a direct deflection of what you see in the music. You know what I'm saying? And I feel like that's on purpose. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. My man, uh, Keys out here with the NWA in the back, dog. So, so, so that actually, so to, that explains it all. I know y'all probably know about this too, but Ice Cube was uh, talking about how the, uh, the company was making him say things and they weren't allowing him to say mm-hmm. things. So it happened, it happened all the way back then, man. I, I feel like it's, it's always strategic too. Um, because it's not just, it's not just fucking the fucking bitches, fucking bitches, fucking other people's bitches. It's, is is fucking demoralizing women in general in 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 you know the black community is is uh yeah. drugs it's drug usage you ain't you ain't a G yeah. unless you fucking you know you know was on drugs for a couple of years you ain't a G unless you was in a gang or two or three you you know what I'm saying like it, it's so it's don't say you was fucking these Jewish girls though don't say you was fucking the Jewish girls exactly exactly, exactly. Yeah, so that's the thing that's the thing and I was gonna say <laughs> we gotta cut that off but that's the thing I was gonna say I was gonna say if you turn if you turn to like uh, 99.5 or so or some other station like the the mainstream stuff to to Marcus's point the mainstream stuff that they play it don't got nothing to do with killing or demoralizing women or mm-hmm. nothing like that shit, bro. It's it, it, yeah. it's so crazy how the sound waves are are meant to fucking influence everybody, and they don't understand yeah. that shit like that. And that's that's one thing about yeah. growing, the generational curse. I feel like if we was doing our shit. And I'm not talking about us six, but I feel like if we was doing our shit as whatever, we in our 30s, if everybody was doing this shit to tell these young kids that all of this shit is triggered, you know, for, for, for them to fall in that same group. Destroy you. Yeah, like what, like this, that's generational. Like, why don't they know that? Why do, why do they still fucking, you know, so happy to listen to that shit? Hey, but look, so, so, and, and, and you talk about you talk about a generational or you talk about the family structure. So I just want to hit on this point. So even like, and we talk about two of our biggest, maybe two of the biggest artists, um, you know what I'm saying? Recognizable artists, Lil Wayne uh, and 50 Cent. Whereas though they end up going on a radio show and they talked about like, you know what I'm saying? Like um, that they only wanted foreign women or something like that. And literally that yeah. is, that is, that is what we're talking about where you know what I'm saying? Like it, once again, everybody's preferences is your prep. I'm sorry. Your everybody's preference is their preference. Like if that's your preference, if you want four women, if that's what you want, that's 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 perfectly fine with you. But what what I'm saying is, um, like you can't go on and say like black women. I think if I'm not mistaken, I believe they went on and on online and said black women are like, you know what I'm saying, like the uh angry black woman. You don't want an angry black woman, you wanna you wanna get a foreign woman. And so what does that do for the black family structure? Mentality, you right. Are, you are a culture 
you are a culture shifter. I'll call you a culture shifter if you're a little Culture. Wary, if you're 50 cent. You are, you can, I'm sorry, you can be a culture shifter. You might not be, you You can be a culture shifter. And so if you get up there and you talk about like, you know, the, the, the black woman is an angry black woman and I only want foreign women, like that can fuck up the family structure and that can fuck up like what we talk about for our building our legacies and building generational of the, of the black love and how, how, how bringing black love together it, it is, is so potent. That's facts, that's facts. Yeah, I also think that um, uh, you know how like for whatever reason, remember how like back in the day we can we can even rewind. Let's just say that within the past like ten, let's just say even fifteen years. Um, remember how all all of a sudden this wave of uh, because everybody used to smoke tree, but then it, was, it became like a wave of like smoking tree and then it became like a fad where it rap music made it seem as though like the snoop dogs of the world and and things like that made it seem as though you had to smoke pounds and <laughs> pounds of weed and shit you know what i mean excessive <laughs> shit excessive oh, shit niggas went to go get those pounds and ounces and have that shit on them, and then they get caught. Yes, <laughs> <laughs> was locked the fuck up. And nah, that's true though. That's true. What the fuck they wanted them niggas to do? That's what. Even as I grew, even as I'm growing now, I realize moderation, like micro dosing, and and moderations is what it's all about. You're not supposed <clears> to be <throat> just blitzed out of your fucking mind. You know, you know it's. So funny though that you say that because when i was at buoy and shit like niggas used to smoke big blunts and shit like that right but then whenever i be around white people they smoke bowls and they'd be like dude you don't have to smoke that much weed and i'd be like man fuck that shit i'd rather smoke right. that nigga fuck all that right you know what i'm saying but like now i'm right. older i'm all about you know what I'm saying? i don't be hanging out as much i chill nigga I'm, i don't even smoke blunts no more but but like that's the point like because i'm conserving my shit my that shit excessive shit i was younger i used to spend way more money on weed than i do now you know what i'm saying that's just because back then i used to you know, because you like, like you said, you see Snoop Dogg, you ain't seen no niggas hitting bowls and shit like that. And you know what I'm saying? You oh, no, no more boys like, hit you up with that gravity bong, you're done. Oh my god, hey, it's a little, it's a little ass nug, it's a little ass nug in that gravity bong, you're done. Hey. Real quick, because we talk about being high. That nigga Marcus almost fought me one year in college when, uh, when we were riding on the back road smoking. I was I, not fighting this nigga. Not literally fight me, but he was, he was bad as shit. Right, don't listen to me. Why are we still holding up? <laughs> look, dog, we was riding. This nigga Alex was so famous for like niggas have already smoked like four J's and this nigga will just pull like three more out of his pocket. Don't say a word the whole time. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Alex? Yeah. I'll be like, damn, yeah. nigga. What? You know what I'm saying? Like, you ain't saying nobody. You know? He yeah, be driving with his rolling up. Nigga, see all the way back. Nigga's back. See all <laughs> like this. Like, you know? I don't know this Alex. I do not know yeah. this Alex. Go and, on. And, and, I need and, to hear uh, the Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo, Alex. Huh? You know what I'm saying? Monte Carlo, Alex. No, he was what the fuck? What is shit too? Hold up, Alex. Where you at? Where you at? I need to see you up face. Okay, I'm looking at you right now. I had to. I had to I'm on the phone and shit. No, I had to uh, slide no, up. Not, Go not ahead. The drug you had before the Monte Carlo. What was the? What did you have before the Monte Carlo? What was that? The Continental. The Continental. Yeah, that Alex. Yeah, that's what he. Oh was. shit! 
Alex, boy, stop playing. Boy, uh, I, did I know this Alex? I don't think I knew this Alex. I don't I think I know this Alex. <laughs> God damn, boy! But nah, nah, my bad. My bad. That's that's uh, that sound like three six. That sound like three six Alex. Three six Project Pat Alex. Nah, that I didn't know this man. I don't. I didn't know this man. Oh my god. Once again, that was a product of uh, fucking. That was a product of the music. That was a definite. No, I won't hear that shit. I won't hear that shit. Nah, that was a that's a definitely had to smoke before I listened to that shit. It was like a ritual, you know what I'm saying? But I mean, what, what's your favorite way of listening to music, though? Uh, I mean, I can't, personally, I can't smoke unless I, you know, have a nice little cocktail, first of all. I can't just smoke. Well, he's fancy, y'all. He's fancy, y'all. That's, that's always been the case. Fancy. You ask me, that's always been the case. I can't just, like, just smoke. That, that shit feel weird to me. So, I don't... Honestly, I think the best way for me, like, when I, like, feel, like, I can listen to it in a headphone, I can listen to it in my car, but, like, it's not until, like, I've heard, like, like, that same song at a concert where there are, like, professional fucking speakers and woofers and shit like that. Like, I, I literally feel, like, I went to the, uh, to the Jay-Z concert, uh, this was, um, is when he had, uh, when he did the uh what's the one he did uh the uh not before uh four forty four what was the one before that oh Magna Carta Holy Grail Carta tour so mm -hmm. when I I went to the uh to the um uh Verizon Center like I when I heard songs that I that was on the album that he performed. It, had like a completely different feel to me and uh the same thing happened when i went to lauren hill concert same thing happened when i went to another jay-z concert years ago and i'm like what the fuck like it's just like a different vibe i don't know whether it's also the crowd that has anything to do with it uh but i feel as though like that to me is like the most authentic anything live whether it be a band or something i don't know i think live music just seems like it's the the best way to meet us Especially when you when you got a couple drinks in you and shit, and them them loud speakers be hitting. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> for, me, for me, the best way to listen to music, I mean, uh, especially like new music, the best way for me to listen to music is on a road trip. Like I need to, I need to just like be on the coast and like you know what I'm saying, like me just. Uh, I know it's people probably in a in a in the car with me, but you know what I'm saying. Like I feel like you are you are a little bit more concentrated. You know what I'm saying. I, of course, I don't smoke anymore. I mean, I do drink, but you know what I'm saying? If I, if I fall asleep, I'm going to fall asleep while I'm listening to music. I ain't going to be able to hear everything that, that I was going to if I was, like, riding and listening to music. Um, so I think for me, it's it's, it's either it, – it's definitely riding and listening to music on a road trip. I mean, I would put workouts up there, but at the same time, you like, trying to concentrate on something else. Um, but, I mean, on the road, it's literally you, the road, and the passengers and everything. So I think that, that – That'd be me for like road trips. Best way to listen to new music. New music, I say. Shaq, where you at, man? Shaq, where you at? 
Yeah, I I feel like I feel like I got like way more um, concentration when I'm on a road trip. Mm-hmm. So any road trip, even if it's like 45 minutes to like Annapolis or something, I don't know. Um, I feel like that makes me focus on like the actual lyrics, the words, the beats, stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And I've been <laughs> I've been pretty hard on some albums <laughs> with road trips more than I would if I was just working out. Because when you're working out, you just want to fucking hit hit an ass beat and feel good. Um, but when you want a road trip, you like, bro, what did he just say? Like, fuck some of that. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna say, I'm gonna say this out, out loud. Some of that shit that that these famous ass rappers be saying these days is suspect as shit. I'm just gonna say that right now because some of that shit relates to like some some yeah some pause type shit. Anyway, um, and my my second thing was was gonna be uh the gym the gym the workout in the gym is just is 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 so dope like I feel like there could be a uh, 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 not fire album but if it, that shit pumps you up that shit's fire to you you know what I'm saying like I, it's real. certain album yeah it's certain albums that I get pumped up I can work out for like a good forty minutes forty five minutes. And, and just play that shit straight out, straight all the way through. All DMX tracks. Don't don't see me in hey, the gym. Hey, DMX doing a workout is underrated, dog. That's <laughs> why <laughs> so I tell you. Listen to some DMX, man. Hey, fucking the locks, man. Listen to just them Rough Riders niggas. Like, them niggas will have you about to kill some shit. Yeah, that's why I tell yeah, you. Mm-hmm. I'm telling you, man. I sound like a personal trainer right there for you. I, I'm not like, lying, though. Yuck, hey, Styles P and Jada, listen to them niggas while you're working out. Hey, Corey. Corey. What's if the question? You, if you were to listen to new music, what's the best way to for you to listen, listen to new music? music. I know that, that's why I, that's why I try to I, that's why I try to uh, ask the question like that. If you were to listen to new music, what's the best way to, for you to listen to and vibe with that's the like music? Old nigga now. This nigga got a whole tracksuit on. I was working out, dog. I was working out, dog. Fat Joe. Dog, I lost ten. I lost ten pounds. Dog, come on, dog. Go ahead, dog. What was a question? What was a question? <laughs> if you're listening to music, new music, what's the best way for you to listen to new music? Is it through uh, drinking, uh, being high? You know, what I'm saying road trip, gym. Uh, you know, what I'm saying just sitting around listening. Any any other sort? Like you can pick whatever fucking way is the best way for you. But what's the best way for you to listen to new music? Damn. Mm. Good question. Mm. I'm gonna have to take it back because I ain't smoked in a, and I ain't smoked since my baby was here, dog. Oh. Uh, I'm gonna have to say, uh, yeah, when I was high, when I was high back in the day. Hey, hey, remember this thing? He used to smoke in front of homes and, and he would keep the J in his mouth. Eight, Fuck y'all niggas. Please do that shit. <laughs> <laughs> JB down to JB down to the tip. Like no fucking <laughs> shit. Damn slide. In the damn in the slides used to blow me, dog. I'm like, yo, why this nigga got these long ass fucking feet and these white socks and these slides? <laughs> <laughs> What the fuck is he doing? Big dog. Big dog. This size 13, baby. This size 13, baby. Who who the fuck was I with? Who the fuck was I with when we was out there joint smoking? We was out there joint smoking on, on the side of not home. We we went what's the what's the girls dorm after homes? 
Towers. 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 We was out there joining smoking and shit. I had to fucking put the goddamn blunt in my goddamn hat and shit. I'm like, who the fuck was out there joint when that when that shit happened? I was like, God damn, man, we can't even finish this joint. The fucking security rolled up on our ass and shit. I want I know Brian was out there, motherfucker. I swear to I know Brian was out there. I know, <laughs> I know the first I know time Brian I was out there. Uh, but first time I smoked uh, weed uh, in a black was with you, though. With this nigga Corey, y'all. <laughs> mm-hmm. This nigga was known. You know what I'm talking about, Corey? Stuff in the weed in the black. <laughs> Corey freak that joint. That's what we call it, freak that joint. Yeah. yeah. He's a freak that black. He did used to freak him. Just eat that baby. <laughs> Shut up. Nigga laughing in the background. Nigga, fuck you. <laughs> hey. <laughs> Joining us tonight, man. It's been the seventeenth episode of Flight uh, I mean, Flight Room. Um, I, I, next week, don't forget to subscribe. Uh, we gonna post it on what was it? We gonna drop it on Monday. Uh, uh, yeah. Daily, you say what? We dropping daily. We dropping new shit daily. Dropping daily. daily. God damn it, that's what we doing now. I love you guys. Big guys. Ow, ow. I forgot to say that uh, I be listening to shit on the toilet too. Make sure you like the video, subscribe to the subscribe to the channel. Uh, peace out, you know. So we holler, y'all. <laughs> <Damn. laughs>